and Dawn. I've just always been an old person. There's been parts of me that were cool. That was probably my drug use, right? The Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Goonies never say die. You only know that if you know what the drop was for the Rob uh, intro there on the on the uh, show opener. Good morning. Happy Monday. Good morning. Morning. Woo, woo. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Yeah, good. I'm all right. Did you have a good weekend? Ugh, it was. Yeah, relaxing? Was like, I, I always forget, what did I even do? <laughs> it goes by so fast. It does. Yeah, the rainy weather here in the Sacramento area was pretty <laughs> like, nice. Yeah. I can't even remember the weekend. <laughs> Like well, he sang away. Blinding Lights, and he performed at the Super Bowl a few years ago. And Don claims that if you enjoyed the weekend um, at who performed on that Super Bowl halftime show, that you're soft if you enjoyed yeah, that. As a dude. It, well, oh. And I, I am soft because I enjoyed it. I guess I'm soft, too. So it was incredible. Rob, yeah. yeah, Rob did, too. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, you, you had an injury over I the weekend. I did. Yeah, yeah, I strained my shoulder pretty bad this, uh, this weekend. On uh, Saturday morning, I was... Practicing some yoga poses and then did some uh, small weight lifting. And I went over my shoulder, and all of a sudden, this muscle in my neck, between my neck and my shoulder, pulled out of place. Oh. And um, I had to go to the chiropractor, and they cracked my neck really well. And <laughs> I got massaged and everything. <laughs> and it feels better today, but if I go to the Good. right a little bit, it still hurts. Oh. Is there yeah. a technical term that uh, chiropractors prefer to use I besides for- crack? Yeah, I forget. I just know adjust. that they're like, uh, there it is, adjust. <laughs> okay. All yeah, right. it's not cracking, popping. Oh, I love That's getting the cracks it, and pops, though. Oh, oh me it's too. my favorite. I love the sound. Oh, And my neck's is. the favorite part. Yeah. I love having my neck adjusted. I don't, I, I'm scared that they're going to rip my head off. You know, yeah. that, that moment just before they do it, like they, they just kind of move your head a little bit and find that, mm, fine tune. Oh, there it is. And then pop. Yeah. Oh. I'm always afraid that my, my head's just going to pop, pop right off, off of my neck. I, I know when I'm not completely, re- if I'm, oh. I'm really relaxed. Ooh, mm. it's a good pop, pop, pop. Mm-hmm. So I always know when I'm not, when it's like barely anything. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. She like has me do this thing where I, you know, because I'm laying there and she has me hold my boobs down. And it's like this distraction thing. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Got nothing to see and over then, here. Right, yeah. Keep focusing on that. <laughs> but my husband and I, we both go to the same place and um, sometimes we'll go together. And she's like, the both of you with your necks, it's the same thing. It's either going to work or you tense up. So if we're there together, we'll both be like <laughs> trying to make each other laugh, you know, with like the toot sounds. <laughs> or just saying the word. Right. It, so, yeah. And, what, and that'll make us laugh. And, and then you're relaxed and crack. So when your chiropractor yeah. has you hold your chest down, do you use your hands or your feet? <laughs> Because they're all the way down on the floor. Yeah, sometimes I'll be able to use my feet, I'm sure, at some point, <laughs> for sure. Um, oh, so, my Lord. Uh, so, Kyle, I'm glad that you're doing okay now. Yeah, That's thanks. good. Um, we do have a big weekend of sports that just took place. The the wild card playoffs uh, happened. Oh, and, I know. Uh, we're going to talk. Yeah. Heard it in my house. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, a lot of movement, and uh, we're going to talk to Steve <laughs> Mickelson. At uh, seven fifteen from mixpicks.com, he's going to join us and uh, go over the weekend uh, of sports and, and all the football happenings and uh, what's going to happen next with uh, the Cowboys coach. There's a bit a lot of talk about that. So I I don't remember which game it was. One of them though, you had to watch on Peacock. Oh, that's right. I think it was was it Saturday night game? The Saturday night I game. Think I think so. so. Yeah. Yeah. And and my husband's like, where, where the hell's Peacock? Because I used to. You know, I'm like, oh, I got rid of it. Mm-hmm. I literally only watched it for some of the housewife shows and one of them that would only be on Peacock they didn't have on Bravo. And I don't know what it is. The last six months, I'm so done with those shows. I just can't. I go to turn them on and I just 
turn them back off. Just oversaturated too I, much of the maybe, same thing. I don't. And it's just the same garbage, yeah. the same argument, and the same drama, and they're yeah. just like ugh, such acidic people. It's mm-hmm. just I'm like. Why am I watching this? This is absurd. And, and I don't know. I used to get a lot of joy out of it because it's just mindless entertainment. Mm-hmm. And I just don't even like it right now. I, maybe I'll jump back. I don't know. So uh, so my husband's like, okay, I got to sign up for Peacock now just to watch this game. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. Yeah. I, there are so many games that they're putting behind these paywalls. And that's why a lot of people are upset. We just want to watch football. And then oh. a lot of other people are upset because, oh, Taylor Swift has taken over the game, and that's yeah. all they talk about, and that you have to pay to watch other games where that's not even happening. And, and... Yeah, Gary was like, my father-in-law lives with us, and Gary was like, hey, Pops, I got the game on out here if you want to watch it out here. And and um, and and he's he's like, oh, what channel's it on? <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> you got to buy it. It's on Peacock, you know, one of the apps. And he's like... What's a bird got to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> the thing I'm proud of with him, he does stay up to date on all this type of streaming stuff. Oh, and all. He is on, oh my God, he's constantly on his iPad, this or that. We ha- It's like we have a teenager because we have the restrictions. <laughs> no, you we have to put restrictions like- on it? Oh, yes. Oh. Like would because- he go to adult sites yeah. way too much? No, or- he'll, no. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> like credit card restrictions or something? Uh, like getting no, scammed? It just, you know what? He he comes from a time where they just trust everybody. Understand. You know? Yep. And so, and, and he hates it. He's like, I feel like, some days he's like, just feel like a child because every, anything Aww. he wants to buy, it pops up and his son, my husband, has to okay it. He's Can like, I have the password? And, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he'll come to me right. and try and work because I'm more of the softy. Mom, like, mom yeah, will let me do yeah, it. And Dad like, won't. And I'm like, I, nope, you got to talk to your son. I'm out on this. I will get in trouble. Oh, you know, funny. he's like, come on, just go ahead. And I'm like, I don't even know it. I don't have, I don't even have access to give you the okay. That's hilarious. Yeah. But, um, he was like, because he is one of those that will just, you know, when you're reading a news story and then we all know it's an ad, but it, it'll look like it's something real. Mm-hmm. And it's usually not a scam. I like to call them scams because it's always a product that doesn't work and they're just taking money from you. Of course. Oh, my God. He'll click on those all the time and go, did you know? Da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, no. But anyway, he was just when we told him it had to be on a streaming service. He's like, wow, I'm so tired of this. Back in the day, we could get all of our these games on one of the three channels. Oh my god! For free, I'm we like, only yeah. had to use the bunny ears. Those days are over, yes, pops. They are. Uh, so Alec wrote in to rad at radradio.com and said, "Today is one of the best days in sports. Oh, it's the day after the Cowboys get stomped and embarrassed in the playoffs. Hashtag yeah. tradition. Oh no, mm-hmm. is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. Did the Cowboys get eliminated yesterday? They did. They yeah. did. Green Bay Packers beat the crap out of them. I wouldn't say beat the crap out of them. This is a pretty high scoring game for the most part but yeah they ended up ultimately winning cowboys so they're out there's no more chances that's correct okay. yes and the there's packers will move on and there's talk that the head coach mike mccarthy's uh gonna be fired here pretty soon that's um, the cowboys the cowboys yep okay. and uh so we're gonna talk to steve mickelson in about an hour ooh, 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 from mixpix.com about all the uh, games that happened over the weekend and also uh, preview of what's to come over the next week, and also the game tonight that's happening as well. Um, and the uh, Mixed Picks Sports Show is uh, on hold until Rob returns, and uh, once Rob does return, we will be doing the Mixed Picks Sports Show. So stay tuned. We got this email uh, from uh, Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Now, this email goes back to last Friday when we did a birthday shout-out for uh, Isaac 
Kyle, do you remember who Isaac is? Yes, I do. Do you want to give yeah. a little recap of who Isaac was? Isaac uh, is going to Legoland mm. for his birthday, and I believe he is the child who cried a lot uh, when he went to Disneyland. Nope. I, oh, that's different? This is a different person, right? Is that the same kid? Uh, oh, oh man, I'm getting it all mixed up. See, I thought that's where it was going to, but see, I have the letter in front of me, so I could have diverted all of that from happening. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, no, are these two separate ones? They must They must or were be. were they the same one? Now I yeah. feel like a jerk. I, yep. Me too, because I led all this up to Kyle say, trying to call out the guy <laughs> being a wuss for going to Disneyland. He's but a little kid. He's nine. How that's old right. Is, how old is Isaac turning? Is it saying so, the birthday? Because if he's 10, it's probably the same kid. It's not the same kid. Nope. It is okay, not the kid. same kid. Okay. And I now remember Meg wrote in, and she was the one who who talked about uh, surprising the trip to Disneyland. None of this makes sense unless you heard on Friday's show. Anyways, <clears throat> edit that out, Kyle. Yep. Just make it sound like I'm smarter than I am, please. Basically, Eric, Eric, Eric. Kyle was there making fun of a kid, though, for crying. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that's he true. excited because he was missing his grandpa, who was really close to. He died just, five just, months before. Oh my, it takes time, hon. Mm. Oh, my Lord. Mm. He's a little kid. I'm a grown adult, and I still miss my mom and dad who yeah. passed away. Do you hey. cry for half an hour at Disneyland? Oh, you okay. might. Okay, a, that's I a different. Go, right. <laughs> a, no, it wouldn't be Disneyland. And not a half hour, but I absolutely still have moments of crying. So oh am I a wuss for crying about my mom who passed away almost 11 years ago? If you're at Disneyland, it's for half an hour. Okay, it's Disney- a little bit of a softy spot. Is, is that's Disneyland the... the- that's it. It doesn't matter. You can cry as long as it's not at Disneyland because it's supposedly supposed to be the uh, happiest place on earth. Is that you all can about? cry all you want, and I'm still going to judge you for being wusses. All right? you know? If I'm crying for half an hour for a lost loved one as well at Disneyland, I expect somebody to think I'm a softie Fair there, enough. too. So it's Disneyland. Yes, that's what it is. This is the common denominator here. Well, I mean, it could be a different theme park, too. It doesn't have to be just Disneyland. A theme park, though. Right? If, if, if the kid was at his house... It's okay. Ugh. In his but room by himself. It's at a theme park. Right. <laughs> yeah. From everybody. I mean, come on. Like, you're there for it to be that. It's supposedly the happiest place on earth. Kids crying for half an hour. That's a lot of time. That's waiting in line for a ride. Yeah. And it might have not even been a half hour. Our, our, our perception of time. Yeah. Right. I mean, was it really 30 minutes? That's and, a long And if it time. was, I'm still okay with it. Of course. He's a little kid. He's emotional. He doesn't know how he's going to respond. He doesn't. There's no way he knows yet how to contain that stuff. <laughs> Good Lord. So he's got to learn, right? Exactly. So when he comes a big kid and he cries about something in high school, everybody's going to pick on him. Probably. And mm. th- this, this is life. It's a learning process. Or he and becomes, that, sorry. Well, no. And, you know, we, this is how we, we don't just know. Right. We have to do these things. And sometimes we have to do them more than once because mm-hmm. I don't know, we're human and it takes us time to learn. Mm-hmm. Kyle, you didn't just pop out like you are right now. No, I sure didn't. Okay. Your mom, poor mom. <laughs> if you popped out six foot four... As big as you are, dude. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. I wasn't even the biggest. I was, I was like eight pounds. She, she popped out a ten pound, ten ounce. My little brother what? was huge. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 like, like natural, like yeah, not naturally. A she was in the hospital. It was on the bed. She did a because uh, my grandma's a midwife, so she, yeah, they did it all in the bedroom. I watched <laughs> everything. Yeah, your mom's a badass. Hold right? uh, ten pound. No. Yeah. So if it's at home, there was no like pain med. There was nothing. No. Uh-uh. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. There was there was a lot wow. of grabbing my uh, stepfather's oh, arm till it bruised. I am like I I I I need to bow to your mother. Has his arm <laughs> since been amputated because no. the circulation can no longer go to the, no. the fingertips? No, it's good. It's there. Good yeah. Lord. Holy moly. <laughs> that is. Oh.
I'm did, sorry. That's hey, he's a incredible. Big boy. Did that's it, incredible. Did it ruin the bed? Like, no, oh, so uh, no, there was a bed pan. Like, wait, you know what? You cook a turkey in, right? Like a like, roasting pan? Yeah, they put that in there, and the little brother popped into that, and they left the placenta oh, in there and man. everything. It, did you, yeah. Did your little brother come with like the oh. little ther- like the little thermometer thing that pops out the red button? They did not. Oh. No, 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 no. But they they hung him up on a scale <laughs> right after. Great. He came he's in. Done. Yeah. Oh, put him back in. <laughs> he came into this pan. They cleaned him out. They hung him up by a scale. And I remember they like weighed him right here. They had one of those uh, handheld scales, and it was ten pounds, ten wow. ounces. And they got cleaned up in the bathroom. Sounds like there was a meat market in your mom's bedroom. <laughs> Dude, it looked like it. It was crazy. It was intense for a seven year old to watch all that happen. I watched him oh. come out and crowning and all that. Yeah, Dang. yeah. You can't oh. unsee that. No. no, no. I can. I can picture it very, very graphically in my head right now. Unfortunately. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That is so great. Oh, uh, you guys, y'all know the movie at all, Baby Mama. Uh, yeah. Amy Poehler. Tina Fey. And Tina Fey. Yeah. And uh, yeah, kudos to your mom because I would have been Amy Poehler. There's a scene uh, where they're doing like birthing classes, and the woman who's doing them is very much into all the natural stuff. And she's like, you know, who's going to do it all natural? And they all hold their hands up except Amy Poehler. And, she, and the woman's like, and who's going to do the terrible drugs? And it just goes on and on about how it's going to destroy and ruin and hurt your baby. And Amy Poehler's like, ooh, ooh. And I'm like, yeah, right. that'd be me. Ooh, ooh. That would have been me 100%. And I got pregnant. Give me the drugs. So your mother. God bless her. Wow. I know. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, she is a badass. Yep. Uh, so this email is from Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Has nothing to do with childbirth, has nothing to do with crying at Disneyland, but it has everything to do with children and happiness because uh, she wrote and has said, just want to give a warm and gracious thank you to Brandon for the lovely birthday shout out for our son, Isaac, who turned seven and celebrated at Legoland in Florida. Oh. Brandon, we were able to play the birthday shout-out as soon as we picked up Isaac from school on Friday the 12th. He was excited he heard his name and, of course, excited to go to Legoland. So they sent a picture Aww. of uh, That's the right. Family. They live in Florida, too, right. don't they? Yep, yeah. Yep. And uh, so they sent a picture Aww. there to the group. Aww. We're watching us on Rad TV. That's amazing. Wow. Wow. What a great Isaac? family fun. Yeah, he, kid looks just like his parents, too, like identical to both almost. Yeah, there's no denying it. Yeah, that's, that's good because, you know, <laughs> we'd have to be questioning if the milkman came by or the right, UPS yeah. driver or something. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> so, we have that with one of my sisters. Really? We're, we're thinking mama had an affair Uh i mean just because she shaped everything about her is so different like she has half of us but not the other half Mm, (laughs) we all joke about it even her i'm sensing a maury episode (laughs) is maury still doing that is he still making shows i can google i don't know yeah google i don't know know. god because that's something i would tune not the housewives but i'll tune into maury (laughs) hell yeah maury maury you are not the father (laughs) Uh, we never we, get tired of those. We also got this email over the weekend uh, from Chris. Hey, Chris. Uh, Chris is referring to Kyle and his hatred toward t- uh, Tyler's. So, Kyle, if you're yeah. done Googling. Can I you, am. Can you sh- so, wait, first. Uh, Maury, is he still doing Final shows? episode, September 8th of 2022. It's been oh. gone for a year and oh, some no. change. Jesus. It's all right. Okay. Uh, so we they, probably talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In one ear, out the other. Uh, so, Kyle, what's up with you and the, the Tylers? Is this a Kyle versus Tyler hatred? Is this a you thing or is this a Kyle no, this uh, is, global this, thing? This is just a personal thing for me. Uh, Tyler, when I was a little kid, I got had a babysitter. And I was like four or five years old at the time. And she, the babysitter had a son named Tyler. 
Tyler was a year younger than me, and he's the one. We had a small pool table set, and he took one of the sticks and smashed it over my head, and it, it snapped. Oh. And he was just kind of like a bad kid anyways. Like, he was always getting in timeout. Like, he was a little rough around the edges. And he's, he's still a family friend, and from what I understand, he's doing good now. But anyways, that's where it started. And fast forward to high school, there was another kid named Tyler who tried to pick a fight with the special ed kids, too. Oh. And he would always try to, like, bully me and try to try to get me, but he ended up getting suspended and eventually expelled. So Dang. that was another Tyler. That's and then a bad I, kid. And then I worked at a restaurant where they serve uh, chicken wings, and their mascot is... Uh, with, with almost a cow. Oh, yes. okay. But he was right. one of the managers. Right. So it was like Chick-fil-A. Yeah, and mm. you know, I mouthed off to him a little bit and uh he told me that he was uh he was going to put his hands on me. So I had to I had to have a little chat with him as well. Jeez. So yeah, just three Tylers. Uh no, nobody well, I really right. care for, yeah. I mean, that's more of a run-in that I have with someone with the same name. Yeah. Right? That, so, yeah. I mean, once, twice, <laughs> three times a lady. I mean, that that's it. <laughs> It's law. Tyler's are awful. Yes. Uh, so Chris wrote in and said, I had a family lunch at restaurant at a restaurant uh, in the Sacramento area and saw Tyler sucks carved into the drywall of the bathroom. Oh. Uh, so I showed the pic to my wife, who is a better class of listener, who watches Rad TV at members.radradio.com, and she instantly knew what I was referring to. It's funny to see the name Tyler and instantly think of Kyle. Did so, you do that, Kyle? Yeah, is this yeah. your work? They sent it a picture. You can see Tyler sucks. No, that is not my work. I do it with like a Scribble. Sharpie pen, though. That's so great. if you see it with like a uh, a paint pen, a Sharpie, maybe. Yeah. But that's not my handwriting, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah, it looks a little too scribbly for yours. You, you you would be much more in cursive because you, have, you actually have calligraphy skills. Yeah, a little bit. It's impressive. Do you, do you, is this what you do on your, your when you have free time? You just go around to different bathrooms and yeah. make sure you get that written? No. Tyler sucks and all the so bathroom stuff. I haven't done it since I was probably 18 or 19. I haven't graffitied any bathroom walls in a long time. That surprises me. Right. Yeah, it was that, really just a joke. That seems like something <laughs> that you would do anytime. I mean, maybe I should pick up my old habits. Who knows? I'll just I carry some Sharpie Kyle. pens in my pocket Just start tagging bathrooms again. I love Kyle so much. <laughs> awesome. uh, I was going to go somewhere with that, but I totally forgot. Uh, what you, I was you guys don't graffiti in the bathroom no, at all? No. You got, no. No, not even like high school? No. Oh, you never? Yeah, absolutely when I was in high school and probably in oh. my early 20s in the bars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What'd you write, Dad? Did you write anything bad for people or? Um, yes. We would slut shame. Ooh. <laughs> nice. See, that's the way to do it. That's not cool, though, man. Women yeah. gotta stick together. Right. But, you know, we had some bitches that would make us mad, so. Women are yeah. brutal. Today. I know. Did you put their phone numbers on there and you're like, for good drugs and. For a good time. I good did time. not, but I did not. But, you know, phone numbers then were like your home note, your home phone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you'd be getting so, Sarah's parents if you if you called. Maybe if they still Hi, is Sarah there? I'm looking for a good time. I found her phone number on the bathroom stall at a Chili's. Said something about cocaine. She had cocaine too. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, so I got this email uh, from Taya. Hi, Taya. Did I see Rob is still sick, and so am I again. Oh, oh again? This person's mm-hmm. caught it twice? Mm-hmm. So Damn. I get it, but I am so happy you're all here to do bad radio, and I can watch you all on the big screen in my living room woo, on my woo. couch with my hot toddy. Oh, <laughs> Love you guys. I'm here with you. Love you, Nana Dawn. Aww. Kyle, you got an army, so you got this today. That's right, the Kyle army. That's right now. Kyle's sporting his Kyle army swag, uh, which you can find at uh, in the stupid store, store. at radradio.com. Uh, there's not only the Kyle army, 
Army swag. So if you are a Kyle supporter, you are a Kyle yourself, or you just want to support the cool Kyle Army swag, you get that there at the uh, at the stupid store. Superstore. Bradradio.com. Or uh, we also have updated and refreshed the Maggot Army swag as well. Nice. Uh, so you can find that online at the stupid store. Superstore. Bradradio.com. Um, and uh, she also goes on to say, T.S. says, uh, this is what she's about to say. Brandon, you sexy beast, you are going to kill it today. Yes, I am killing it, as you can tell. <laughs> Based on that letter, you're like into the right. ground. I'm yeah. gonna kill it. <laughs> oh, it's not dead yet. Yeah. Uh, we also got this email from Cherie. Hey, Cherie. One of the fun things I learned in college was that you get new taste buds about every ten days. Oh, I've used that to my advantage raising my kids. I told them you have to try it if it's been more than ten days, and if they don't like it, they can spit it out quietly in their napkin. Most times it's a win, you know, the acquired taste thing. Oh. That being said, Nana Dawn, your taste buds have changed. Yes, they it's, have. It's been fun to see. That's ridiculous. So you're finally on the spicy food yeah. train. Yeah. Uh, and how high of a heat level do you go? Well, okay, that you bring that up. Um, I was looking for the taco sauce this morning because I made me some um, egg bur- egg tacos Ooh. for breakfast. Nice. And um, I was like, oh, yeah, I want a little. I want the taco sauce, not salsa. You know, I want the sauce. Mm-hmm. And so I go in the pantry, and we have a mild, medium, and, like, really hot. That's my husband's. Mm-hmm. And the reason we, stopped, we started by medium is for me because Pops is a mild person, and I used to be the mild person, right? So I got the medium taco sauce. Nice. That's where I'm at right now. That's pretty good stuff. But I'm telling up. you, that medium taco sauce used to, there's no way I could do it. And I got to tell you, this morning as I was eating my, my egg tacos, I was like, okay, this just, it it's it's a good taco sauce and it added flavor, but I'm like, there's no heat. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh God, could I? <laughs> could I possibly go the next level up? I'm going to have to try. Yeah, just a little yeah. dab. Just <laughs> yeah. try a little dab on a chip or something. Yeah. I, I bet you could do it. I think so. Yeah. Got it done. Um, <laughs> So uh, she just wanted to brag about uh, the taste buds and happy for you, Don, to enjoy the uh, multitude of foods that you are enjoying now. The other thing that's changed so much, and I'm wondering if it's because I don't have PMS, I'm past menopause, so there's Mm. none of that going on. Because I was that girl when I had PMS, it was like, oh my, the worst, right? Every symptom imaginable, including intensely craving chocolate. <laughs> and, and I would, depri- a lot of those times I would deprive myself because I just used to not eat that way at all. Mm-hmm. But it would be, the craving would be there and I'd be like, you can't do it. And if I did, it would be like the almost 100% dark chocolate, right? Ooh, <laughs> like, ooh, dark get, good stuff. Yeah, let's yeah. get our fix, you know? But um, it, those are gone completely. And I don't know if that's because I'm just past all of that yeah. or if just... Yeah, I mean, I still like chocolate, but I, I do not crave it at all. If I'm going to crave something, it's more of a salty yeah, that's an, than a sweet. That's an interesting it's weird. point. Because very, very weird. When you're having hot flashes and you're PMSing, I imagine that hot food is the last thing that you want to have because it does heat you up. Like, it yeah. does kind of make you sweat, especially if uh, it's a hotter thing. So yeah. I wonder, now that you don't have that, your body has, has the ability to regulate that heat in your body yeah, so you enjoy maybe. it more. Yeah, and I'm cool. and, and the whole chocolate thing, gone. That's weird. It's, it is so weird. And to not crave sweets is really weird. That has like literally, I, I used to be like a, like a, I would imagine a heroin addict is. If you had a heroin addict walk into a room with heroin, right? They're going to be like, oh my God, give me the heroin. <laughs> if, I walk, if I walked into a room and there's any sweets, I'm like, give them all to me. Ah. <laughs> 
now I can like bake all my baked goods and not even eat them. Oh, boo. Right? That sucks. I know. It's weird. <sighs> weird, weird, all these changes. Uh, so it is uh, week two for Bad Radio so far, and we got an email here from Kelly in Utah. Hey, Kelly in Utah. I just wanted to say welcome back for week two of Bad. I see Don is rocking a ra- Bad Radio Heck t-shirt. Yeah, I am. Awesome. Woo-woo. And Kyle with his Kyle Army hoodie. Yeah. And Brandon, are you are you're rocking a Bad or Rad shirt too? No, I'm not. I'm, work, I'm wearing a stick figure sweatshirt. That's uh, one of my favorite oh. bands of all time. <laughs> I get a lot of compliments about this sweatshirt too because I got it in Monterey when I went and saw them. Yeah. But the back is really cool. Oh, that yeah, is a cool back. Oh, look at that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, no, no rad gear for me today. That's the name of the band, Stick, Stick Figure. figure. Yeah. 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 Oh, you'd love them, Don. Oh. They're reggae. Yeah. So that. Oh. That's more of a. That was more of like a polka. Yeah. yeah reggae is like bing bong boom, bing bong boom. Bing there bong, we go. Boom. I was looking for the bing bong boom. boom. Bing bong boom. Uh, I, I, I also God. wanted. Uh, Kelly goes on to say. Also, I wanted to give you and Kyle a reminder about birthday cards for old lady that's sitting in Don's oh, spot. No, no, you're no, almost no. out of time. Yeah, mm. no, no. You know, we have some fun things planned. Oh no, no, I don't like to be highlighted. You know that. Oh come on, it's you just, give us cards uh, and balloons yes, and yeah, presents. Of course I do. You you guys enjoy it and you like it. I do not like to be highlighted. That's not just, fair. Just a little something. Oh. Just a little something. Nothing big. Nothing extravagant. Okay, all yeah, right. There's oh, not going to be a bunch of you know streamers and balloons okay, and confetti. Okay, yeah, no, no, yeah. honestly, and I mean it when I say it. It'd probably be weird probably if I got you balloons, huh? I, I don't want any decorations. Yeah, those you wouldn't want to touch those <laughs> balloons. It'd probably be something white and sticky all over them because Kyle might have uh, gotten a little frisky on the way back from Can't the balloons. Control store. myself. Oh. Kyle, are you allowed in balloon stores anymore? No one knows about. Well, I don't oh know. Oh my god! I'd have to test that out. Wait, 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 wait! I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm forgetting. They have to be blown up, right? They do. Okay, mm-hmm. can't just be. They're in a bag and no. they're not blown up yet. No, but okay. there's a display. Yeah. <laughs> So okay, <laughs> at the gross at most grocery stores, they'll have some blown up and in aisles, mm-hmm. right? What mm. do you What do you do? Take them How to do the you bathroom. Contain yourself. I, you know, I, I, I am a grown adult. I can contain myself. You know, uh-huh. it's, just, it's like same thing. Like if you see a hot dude out in public, you're not going to start just you know making yourself feel good, right? Yeah, right. So you know, it's it's that. It's like. But this is a kink, and kinks seem harder for people to like say no. Hey, when it's in the right. bedroom, it's another story. There's a time and place for everything. When uh, the in the the grocery store, if I see it, I'm like, that's a really nice display. And then you walk on, you continue your day. <laughs> You're the Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn show. If your New Year's resolution was to stop making poor life choices, what are you doing listening to this show? Welcome back to Rad Radio. We got this unsolicited email uh, to RAD at RadRadio.com from Laura. Hey, Laura. Just says, I love you so much, Kyle. Oh, that's thank it. you, Laura. Oh, that's very sweet. Is that because you too, Laura, love the feel and touch of a uh, nice blown up latex balloon? <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle, do you do you enjoy watching um, like balloon animal videos? Like no. like when you see a somebody making a balloon animal, do you just go go crazy? No, honestly, because most of them are clowns, and I don't like clowns oh, that much either. Right. And no, it doesn't really do anything for me. It's got to be in like a, a, a sexual way, it's in a, a very, sense. Okay. Yeah, it's very yeah. specific to what you enjoy. Correct. Got it. All right. Oh, do you do you have a a preference where it's just 
like a blown up balloon and a balloon bouquet like that. Like they're just the uh, just a round normal balloon or do you like different shapes and sizes? So my favorite ones are like the bigger ones. They like make like these huge ones. Something like you could bounce on, lay on, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Those ones specifically. Okay. <laughs> uh, now, we, now we have even a more specific mental image to take home with us all today after you're, the show. You're welcome. Thank you. Do with it what you will. I w- oh, yes. Great. I know exactly oh what I'm going to do with that. Um, hey, Kyle is wearing a new uh, piece of uh, swag that we have available now in the Stupid Store. Superstore. At radradio.com. It is the Kyle Army swag. Uh, it's uh, it's dedication to all the Kyles out there, or Kyle from uh, the show, if you're a fan of him. Or if you are a Kyle yourself, you can sport now the Kyle Army swag. Yes. We also updated the uh, Maggot Army swag as well. Um, and uh, during the previous segment, Kyle explained to us what his hatred of Tyler's was. <laughs> um, so that prompted uh, Derek to write in and ask, what's your shirt size, Kyle? I'm going to have my wife make you a Tyler Sucks shirt oh, on wow. her cricket. Uh, it's a double XL. There you go. Um, so now you can go back and forth between the Kyle Army and the Tyler Sucks. Maybe maybe Derek's uh, wife can put together like one of those half and half deals. You know, like where you, if you're a fan of two sports teams, oh, yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. the Raiders on one half and the Niners on the other. Yeah. Maybe you can have like a Kyle Army and a Tyler Sucks or a Kyle versus Tyler type of oh. uh, thing. I don't know. <laughs> Just spitballing here. I like I like them separate. I just want to wear Tyler socks and just see what happens. It's got to be an ugly shirt. Yeah, it's got to be stained. Right? It can't be mm-hmm. like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. No, right? it's, it's got to be yeah. un, un, unpleasant to the eyes. There'll be holes yep. in it. And then when a Tyler does approach me, I'll just tell him it's a band, so that way he doesn't try to punch <laughs> me or something. <laughs> uh, we also got this here because we were all talking about. Uh, somebody pointed out all the the clothing that we're wearing. Kyle's uh, Kyle Army sweatshirt, Dawn's bad radio shirt. And I'm wearing a stick figure shirt that has nothing to do with the show, but I did mention that I love the band. Um, they're like a reggae, they're a NorCal reggae band. Well, so it's different. What does that mean? It, it's more laid back, kind of like. How could you get, okay, well, I so, guess you can be a little upbeat with some reggae. Yeah, and they do have some upbeat stuff, but it's primarily really low key. It's not as Rastafarian type of reggae. Um, so it's more sublime meets any reggae okay is terrible. all right all right well any reggae i'm not gonna just, oh, i'm not gonna oh, sell her on it but I mean, that, uh, that should go away <laughs> <laughs> if i ruled the earth Lori <laughs> wrote in and said good morning bad brandon i absolutely love stick figure i have plans to see them in bend oregon this year with of my course, daughter oregon and youngest son uh, both adults and some friends the same two kids took me to see iration which is another Reggae band. Oh, they're great oh, too. Okay. In Portland for my birthday last October, and they are amazing too. Yeah, Portland. These people love Bend. Yep. When, when is she going to this concert? Uh, plans to see them this year. Sometime this uh, year. Well, just stop bathing now so you can really fit in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting on my stick figure hoodie because I'm geeking out over our mutual fandom. Uh, Have a great day, bad. Get well soon, Rob and Christina. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, they, they're actually, uh, they, they, do these circuits all the time uh, in the Northern California area, all over the country, but um, they're huge in the uh, in the reggae world. Well, I mean, good for them. <clears throat> yeah, uh, their album Set in Stone really uh, really helped me through some tough times, so it's a, it's a special place in my heart. Well, I mean, I'm happy about that yeah, for you. Yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, also, in the previous segment, we talked about Don's new love for spicy foods. Well. Since uh, over the last many <laughs> decades, you've always poo-pooed on my the whole life, yeah. yeah, on the uh, the spiciness, and now uh, 
she's found a new love for it, or at least she's enjoying it a little bit more yeah. than she used to. Uh, Kevin wrote in and said, Don, you had mentioned a desire to try a little spicier Thai food. Mm-hmm. I just want to warn you before you do, make sure you ask them, is it Thai spicy or American spicy? Ooh. Restaurants make it Americanized spicy, and it is only half the strength, maybe less of Thai spicy. Good lesson to learn, the easy way from advice rather than finding out first. Yeah, no, thank you. I would have had no idea about that. So there's American spicy and a Thai spicy. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm sure. Oh, dear God. <laughs> because, well, but well, even with the one, like a Thai spicy one is just going to be way hotter than an American spicy one. Mm. Is that is that what I'm getting yes. at here, yes. too? Even a yeah. one, right? The, yeah, the I mean, traditional. Can, even a Thai spicy one would be spicy, though? Mm. Maybe. Wow. Yeah. Should, I, I would ask if you like com- compare them, like have a little cup of like, yeah. little yeah, noodles. Yeah, little samples. Just, samples, yeah. right, just to yeah. try it out, see where you're at. Just one one and two. Yeah. I don't cool. think I should go to three. Just try it. I might be just, running straight to the bathroom. Just try it. Oh. Just a one bite, one nibble. <laughs> uh, we also got this email from Jason. Hi, Jason. Good morning, Bad Radio. I think Kyle might enjoy this. Peanut butter with sriracha blended, then drizzled over. The choice are yours. Huh? She, he doesn't say what drizzled, what what we should so, be drizzling it over. I'm, oh, whatever I'm, you want. I'm guessing ice cream. I, oh. I don't know peanut butter and sriracha though, like a spicy peanut. Oh, it'd be good. So you make a oh, peanut a sauce. It'd be yeah, like sauce. spice. If you okay. did it with like a stir fry, like broccoli and oh, some yeah. uh, stir fry beef and stuff, yeah. like a little bit of peanut butter, sriracha, and then maybe some soy sauce or ponzu sauce. Okay, okay. maybe All maybe. Right. Yeah. I think the. Peanut butter and peanut sauces are underused. I think there are so many different types of applications that you would normally not think, oh, that sounds that 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 was just wouldn't work. But then yeah. it turns out to be really good, like the uh, PB and J hamburger. Oh, I still I, haven't tried that. I've just oh, they're good. I've seen it around. I've had it before, and once you see it for the first time on the menu, you're like, "What is this atrocity?" Yeah. Oh, Sounds like I have to be high or something. And yeah, oh, that's what I always yeah. thought every time I've seen it. Yeah. I know they've been around for a while. It is, but better. it actually works. Obviously, it actually works, or they still wouldn't be around. It's not some like little phase right. or joke. Oh, they are yeah. fantastic. <laughs> oh man, if you get a good jelly on there too. Mm. Yeah. What kind of jelly is normally on it? Grape. Like grape. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Which I. I I don't mind, but if I'm gonna have a PB and J, I hated PB and J's when I was a kid. <gasps> Damn, hated them. Like, like you were the only kid. I Whoa. was. I was. I was very, very picky and the non-traditional kid all all around. Like yeah. I hated sloppy joes. I hated tapioca. Oh my I hated PB and J's. What a pain in the booty to what? feed you. No, just give me the chocolate pudding. Oh no. Just give me a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> oh, I don't want any of that other stuff. Did you get force fed PB and J uh, a lot? Cause there was a time in my childhood where I was getting them a lot and I was kind of like over it. But yeah. then when I was a teenager, I was like, oh yeah, these are good. No, I just liked, I, I was very traditional. I liked peanut butter toast. Just, just straight peanut butter. I just thought that the the PB the J of the PB and J just was just overkill and too sweet. And I, I was I was a huge on textures. I mentioned tapioca, like yeah. that just oh. taste that felt like snot with chunks in it. So perfect when I ate it. I still can't stand it. Wow. Just even the smell of tapioca is disgusting. I, I it, it to me that is one of the areas on the list of pain in the booties. With raising kids when there's one or two that are like a, you, what you just mm-hmm. described. Mm-hmm. I, I, I That would drive me insane because I've only experienced it as an aunt or a godmom. And, of course, when you're those roles, you cater to anything they want. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want something separate? Of course. I'm mm-hmm. going to give you something separate. I'm not your parent. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, you're here to have fun. Yeah, you're at the restaurant. Right. You, you order whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
can but you... it is a pain when you've made everything and then that one kid doesn't want it and you got to give him something else. And I couldn't imagine doing that mm-hmm. night after. I wouldn't do it night after night after night. Mm-hmm. And, and, when you're the fun one, the auntie, the grandma, the godmother, you can do that. But as the parent, uh, no, I would I would go old school how we were raised. This is what's for dinner. You are eating it. Yeah, it's a challenge. Yeah. So with the tapioca texture, can you eat like rice pudding or boba teas at all? You know what I'm talking about with the little yeah, balls, the in, balls them? in them? Yeah, the balls in them. No. No, oh, I, I, I don't like I don't like the the I, I want to just drink my my tea. Yeah. I don't I don't want a, I want to eat my pudding and not to have a bunch of like little chunky things in it. <laughs> wondering like there's the, the whole texture. It's I'm like still, maggots. It, yeah, oh, or the rice pudding. It, it's gross. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I loved I loved like a right like hot rice for breakfast so my mom would make up the oh, rice and then okay. put milk and sugar in it oh, yeah, yeah that's good. That, yeah. that was yeah. such a good and that and corn uh cream of wheat mm-hmm. oh cream of See, wheat I, I love brown sugar oh. i was just an old man as a kid i just like the, the simpler <laughs> things when i was growing up i don't know if this was the trick or my friends got lucky but with their two kiddos that are a couple of our god kids as well the minute you can start feeding babies more solid foods, um, they introduce them to everything. Oh, wow. Every, I mean, like, they, their palates, just uh, everything. So every meal they've ever made, and now their kids are grown, and one will be 16 and one's 18, they have always eaten anything and everything that's been made at dinner time, And wow. they're always the two kids when we would have... Uh, nieces and nephews that were staying with us from out of town and then other god kids come over and then those two would come over i never had to worry i i never even had to ask because i knew whatever i put out they would just go ahead and eat well as a few of them there i had to like okay i can't put that on that can't put that on that can't do that there and and i I don't know if they just got lucky or just their plan of action (laughs) worked out for Mm -hmm. them with those two yeah those are unicorn kids (laughs) absolutely honestly yeah Uh, let's get to uh the dog pile now So uh, we had a, a couple of uh, dog segments last week. Uh, I think it all started with um, feeding dogs at the table and, and how if you give them an inch, they take a mile. Um, and and that, that led us to um, the, the ultimate discussion of, well, it, there comes a point where you want to just feed your dog human food because they're in their twilight years Aww. or it's that that last meal you know gonna get oh you're gonna go gosh. get them the hamburger from McDonald's yeah. like it's let's spoil them a little bit and um, I, I'm kind of I'm at that point with my my dog Walter oh not, sweet Walter um, he's 12 now yeah he's 12 now but oh. he's not like in his twilight years he's not on his way out or anything uh, but he's got he's taken to this new thing because after I've made steak in the past I'll leave like the little trimmings, like the fat and the grizzle or whatever, and I'll give him that after we're done eating and put it in his bowl. Now, Ooh. now he won't eat his food until we, he knows for sure that I'm either going to put something in his his bowl or not. He's <gasps> oh like, I'm, God, I'm expecting great. the steak at this point. Yeah, so yeah. Wow. I gave him the inch. He took the mile. Oh, yeah. And so dinner is a whole thing now. <laughs> And I know I know better. I am the first person to say yeah. no no human food to the dogs because I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. My mom was a cereal dog feeder. 
of human food. No, she didn't feed the dog cereal. She would feed the dog scraps from the table, specifically from the table. Yeah. And so this dog, our family dog at the time, would instantly, you know, gravitate towards her because she... They knew where they were going to get the goods. Yeah. Um, so we were talking about old dogs and eating human food. And so we got this email to rad at radfreedia.com from Chris. Hey, Chris. We have a small rat terrier who just turned 18 this last December. Wow. Jesus, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's blind, deaf, and super stinky breath from oh. having bad teeth. Oh. And just from being old and general. But yeah. he's also very small. He was about five pounds soaking wet when this happened. A few years ago, I had some people over for a barbecue where I made a delicious brisket. Oh, oh brisket, so good. Brisket, yes. Everyone got their slices, and I had a couple leftover cubes, about one inch by one inch, and put my plate on the coffee table. Had to step away for like 30 seconds and came back to him on the coffee table, stealing a piece of my brisket. Damn oh, him. That nose still works really well. <laughs> yeah. No one else noticed. He saw me and jumped onto the ground and started choking on the brisket. No. I yelled, and my wife turned around and was able to grab him and fish hook it out of his mouth. Oh, God. Oh, oh how scary. Glad yeah. I didn't kill the dog with my delicious meat. Yeah. Oh, a great way for him to go out. He was 18 years old, was doing what he loved. <laughs> he was given a taste of the brisket. I mean, if he I had guess. to. Yeah. I guess. I mean, that would be kind of traumatic for the pet oh. owner to witness your dog choking on the meat that was on your plate. <laughs> Um, Walter, my my coon hound, uh, I take him on multiple walks a day. And in my general neighborhood, the uh, landscapers, because there's like a park and a whole bunch of stuff. So there's there's constantly landscapers out and about. So they got the big truck and the the trailer full of all their landscaping equipment. And they usually take their their uh, lunches. And sometimes a siesta on the uh, on the on the uh, ground over there uh, by the park. And um so they'll leave scraps of food, and oh. sometimes they'll leave their uh, chicken bones. So, like they're having chicken wings um, mm. for for their lunch, and they'll just throw the bones down. Oh, damn! And Walter uh, is so quick to picking something up, <laughs> oh, putting it in his mouth, and swallowing it. Oh, and no, so we no. will walk by this area, and he remembers. Oh. He knows. Like, oh yeah, it, it, it'll have been days, if not weeks. He'll be like, I know what's over there <laughs> because I know that those landscapers. <laughs> are enjoying their meal over there. So he'll dart, like he'll pull me over there and, and he'll like sniff around. And before I know it, I could I could just look away for like one split second. Before I know it, he's got a bone in his mouth. And there have been a couple of times where I've had to like reach my hand in there, similar to the, the previous letter writer, fish yeah. hook, or just throw, shove my hand down his throat, pull the bone out of his, oh, because those things not only will splinter if yeah. once they break down inside oh. of him, but if he swallows it whole, that could be a, that could be trouble. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's not like what we were talking about last week, where you know dogs eating panties or lint, lint, lint dry, dryer lint sheets or you know uh, oven mitts. Yeah, like those things are soft and will pass. This um, no, but, yeah, it could cut something too. This dog, my my Walter, he's just he is just a vacuum when it comes to this kind of stuff. <laughs> when uh, back when I had broke my humerus bone in my shoulder, it was also around the time my father in law was in the hospital, and so there was like a lot going on, and I was supposed to rest and blah, whatever. Um, and when it first happened, and I was very out of it the first couple weeks that it happened. And so my best friend Stephanie came to stay with us to help my husband out. And fast forward, I knew they had got some tri-tip. And I remember taking a glance at it. I'm like, gosh, I hope we don't waste it because I just I just have this thing about wasting food, right? So I'm just like, because it just seemed like a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, a few days went by and I opened the fridge and I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. We've gone through it. We're actually going to 
it's not going to go to waste. And Stephanie's like, oh, I love that that's what you think happened. I'm like, what, (laughs) what? She's like, yeah, so I was in here preparing the dinner and everything. And then she had the whole tri-tip on the counter, but she had cut it in half because half was going to go you know, be stored, and then the other half was going to be for everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's, she's like, I didn't even walk away. I didn't think it was for that long. I come back, and Hank, our lab, had eaten, jumped up, and had eaten the whole half. Damn. <laughs> that boy yeah. good that night. Yeah. Lucky she, Hank. Oh. She felt so bad because she knows we don't feed him yeah. like anything mm. like that. Oh. And she said, oh, I got him at the last end of it, and he was licking his chops, and he was like, yeah, he what is that? Hog head. And every time she was in the kitchen, man, he was right next to her. <laughs> Where's that trident? You got that you good meat. You got some more of that meat. Give me some of that good, good. <laughs> oh, my uh, God, Hank. So uh, in the dog pile, I, I think it's this is a perfect time to uh, announce that uh, the the new member of my household has been chosen. Uh, we went and picked out our uh, Bernadoodle puppy the Bernadoodle. over the weekend. And so we got to meet the various uh, Bernadoodle puppies that were available to us. And uh, the breeder had uh, about four or five families show up to to do like a puppy meet and greet type of thing. <laughs> and uh, because there were four, other, four or five other families, we, there was a ranking, like who came first, first come, first serve type of deal. So uh, we were able to get the pick of the litter after the first family got theirs. I think we were second or third. And uh, before I get to what we ultimately picked, I wanted to read this email from Scott. Hi, Scott. My daughter and son-in-law just adopted a Bernadoodle a few months ago. He's now nine months old and just the biggest fluffball of love. He has the best temperament and such a high energy, but very smart. At five months, he was already using a bell at the door to let them know he needs to go out. Wow. He came to visit with them at Christmas, and my wife and I fell in love with what we affectionately call our little fluff nugget. Oh, fluff nugget. Oh, fluff nugget. Fluff nuggets are exactly what they are. And so uh, we went, went, before we went up to go pick out our Bernadoodle puppy over the weekend, we had, uh, we've been in contact with the breeder, who's this lovely woman, very hippy dippy spiritual woo woo in all the best ways um and she's been raising these puppies with a lot of intention of making them have a core calm temperament so and that's exactly what these puppies were as soon as we walked in they were just laying down like they were kind of like playing with each other a little bit but they were just so calm just 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 sleeping most of the time and when you pick them up they just melted into your arms which made it really hard to pick one because it's like i love you all why why do i have to just pick one i feel bad for the others like it was it was kind of like an odd odd situation an odd feeling to have to like well we got to pick one but at least the ones that we wanted were available to us nice it sounds like she got them all those cbd dog treats they you know like oh she's very hippity dippity you would think you would think but it's all natural and they're they're, she's all natural like that, and the dogs are, yeah. are follow that temperament. Um, so we well, are. I mean, it's probably no different than when you're raising, you know, puppies to be hunting dogs, exactly and things like that. Just, Absolutely, yeah, because not any animal, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they might be able to be trained. I don't know how that works, but I know that there are plenty that are specifically trained. Yeah, and you start for a right purpose, out, start right, right out the out. gate. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I am happy to announce that uh, in about two weeks we will be bringing home our Bernadoodle. Named Sadie. Oh, so cute! How oh my God! Flipping cute is Sadie. So, if you're watching us on Rad TV oh. at members.radradio.com, you'll see a picture 
that I'm holding up of uh, my fiance Nicole and our step my stepdaughter Bella oh. and little Sadie. Uh, she was one of the only females left in the in the litter, and I I wanted a, a female oh, dog sweet. because they they do have a little bit of a different temperament than than boy dogs, and yeah. uh, it's been a while since I've had a girl dog, so we were all thrilled that that uh, Sadie was available to Bella's us. Bella's face is amazing. Oh yeah, she's so, so joyful. In, oh my gosh! In two weeks, we will be uh, the our whole house will be turned upside down. <laughs> yep, for one little puppy. <laughs> one little puppy, um, <laughs> and we're ecstatic about it. Uh, the sleepless nights will be totally worth it, yes. and uh, the three cats and one elderly dog <laughs> will just have to deal with it. Yeah, because Sadie's coming to town. I love the name. Me too. I, we yeah. were so we were going back between like Shadow and Sage and and all those types of names and or Luna, which is such yeah. a popular name. I, yeah. I showed the picture to, to Gina at Dogwoods Resort of of the the one I just shared, and yeah. we said, "Oh, meet uh, meet Luna or or uh, or Shadow." I'm not sure, and she's like, "Well, y- you got to know that there's at least one Luna at Dogwoods Resort at any given time." <laughs> It's just one of those super popular names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, that might that might be the uh, uh, one of the deciding factors. And uh, ultimately, Bella came up with the name Sadie, um, and we were like, oh, that that's a perfect name. And we yeah. looked into it. It means like uh, angel and and blessed in other oh, languages. So it's just like, oh, it's just perfect, perfect. right up our alley. Uh, yeah. Let's play Trouble Trouble <laughs> right now for a pair of tickets to see Jim Jeffries at the Sacramento Memorial Auditorium on Friday, January twenty sixth. We'll play you a three-second clip of a song. You give us the title and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, and then 20. And if none of you know the answer, oh. puppy breath everywhere and no winner. winner. 888-989-9811 for Trouble Trouble right now. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Welcome to 2024. It's a presidential election year. So, good Lord, we're all doomed. Let's just get back to Rad Radio. We got these emails to rad at radradio.com from Bradley. Hi, Bradley. When I was a kid, we had a black lab. He found a package of toilet paper and ate two rolls. Oh, God. The next day, I was walking through the yard and noticed some white dog do. That dog was a genius. He went number two and wipe at the same time. Oh, oh. Be a new uh, representative oh for a uh, new new mascot for Charmin. Yeah. Get those bears out of business. Uh, we also got this email from Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. My Great Dane Banner will sometimes find stuff on the ground as we walk as well, and it's so hard to fish something out once he has it. However, one time he found a corn dog in a bush on our walk. He puts his giant head in the bush and came out with a full corn dog. Oh, damn. Who puts a corn dog in a bush? I know, right? <laughs> After that, every time we pass this bush, we must check the corn dog bush. <laughs> that is really random. I mean, maybe maybe somebody was running from the cops and they had a corn dog in their hand and said, I can't I can't outrun these cops if I have the corn dog, so... I don't know. God. I'm just guessing. That'll... Yeah, or so I don't know. Like they accidentally drop it, and they're they're like, other like a me. Oh, okay, leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, it's too Take dirty it now. now. Yeah, it's touched the bush. <laughs> which, <laughs> you know, if it's a dog walking bush, then you know hundreds of do- or dozens of dogs have have gone number one on that bush oh, to mark yeah. their territory. Ooh, that's yeah. not mustard. No, mm-hmm. no, but it's not. That's usually not something you see someone walking around with, though. A, a, a corn, a corn dog? dog. Yeah, unless you're at the fair. <laughs> right. 
I, I, I am on that a, is odd. I am in a on a corn dog kick. Oh. I bought a big box of them. The, yes. the you know the honey uh, the, the honey golden yes. corn dogs. I know. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. And putting them in the air fryer for oh. twelve minutes at three sixty. Oh. oh, perfection. Oh my god. So that's a that's a daily snack for me. It, it, oh, air, so good. air fryers mm-hmm. are a life changer, a game changer. Why did I wait so many years? I know why, because I'm cheap, and I wanted a specific one that's expensive, and I had to wait till it was on the perfect sale for mm-hmm. me. I, I don't even use our stovetop that much anymore. Mm. Like, even the microwave. I'm like, no, no, no. It can be reheated. <laughs> and the air fryer. And it's and an leave. air fryer oven, so it's got all the... It can do everything an oven can do. Mm-hmm. And I, I, chicken in the air fryer mm-hmm. is yep. so good. It is so moist. It is like chicken fajitas in the air fryer. I'm oh. sorry. It's like being at the restaurant. Forget it is about it. so good. The leftover french fries. No more oh, soggy fries. Yep. They have them. You air fry them. They're just like they were when you got them at the drive-thru. I mean, crab cakes in mm. the air fryer. Gosh, oh. So good. We can't talk about food. My stomach is going to take over <laughs> and uh, it'll be grumbling. Uh, we also got this email, a nice email here from Teddy. Hey, Teddy. I just want to say I love listening to you all. Cherie, uh, uh, one of our uh, loyal P1 maggots, introduced me to your show years ago, and Aww. I'm finally retired and can listen regularly. Yay! I love We Can Laugh, Sometimes Cry, Happy Tears, and also at times Sad Tears. You make my days happy. Aww. Love, Teddy. Well, That's thank you really very sweet. much. We appreciate that. Let's play Trouble Trouble right now for some Jim Jeffries. Trouble, 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 trouble. Trouble, 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 trouble. We have a pair of tickets for Jim to see Jim Jeffries at the Memorial Auditorium on Friday, January 26th. And for Treble Trouble, we have caller 18 is Katie. Good morning. 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 Caller 19 is Jason. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> and uh, William, you're caller 20. Oh, man. What's up? What's up? All right. For Trouble Trouble, we have a rock song from 2002. <laughs> nice choice. Thanks. Uh, it's a rock song from 2002. Katie, what do you think it is? Uh, I have no idea. Jason, what do you think? Monsters. Oh. And William, it's up to you. Bother? Mm. You lose. Bother oh, or, or yeah, mother? I'm not sure. <laughs> Either way, not correct. Uh, this song is by the artist Jimmy Eat World, and the song is called Sweetness. This is also the same band that we had a Tribal Trouble song from last week who was sang a really, really sad song. And he just, you, you mentioned that he, they just need a hug. Yeah. So that's the song Post Hug by Jimmy Eat World. Uh, we got another chance for you to win Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jeff, 
Eat World's tickets. <laughs> Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries. Uh, coming up at 8 and 9 a.m. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. After a nice, long holiday break, Rad Radio has one thing to say. When is our next vacation? And now, back to the mediocrity that is Rob, Anybody, and Dawn. <laughs> we just uh, tried to play Trouble Trouble for some Jim Jeffries tickets. We didn't get a winner, so we'll uh, have another shot at it at 8 and 9 with Master of Movies and the Pressure Cooker. Um, and uh, I had something here, but I forgot where it went. Oh, do, do, do. oh we were talking about dogs in the uh, previous segment. And... Uh, uh, a little rat terrier got a hold of a brisket and nearly uh, choked itself to death. Awful. Um, you know, the owner just looked away for one second, and the dog got, got right to it and oh. uh, tried to d- just to d- engulf the whole thing. It was, um, like the tri- it was like the brisket was bigger than the dog. <laughs> a little five-pound rat terrier. Uh, Michelle wrote in and says, I'm the wife that fish hooked the brisket out of my old rat terrier's mouth yeah, you oh. it's life. a couple years ago. This is the same dog that, when he was maybe two years old, also nearly choked on half a hot dog my brother had dropped while barbecuing. I looked over to see him struggling and rushed over to pull the hot dog out. Poor little guy has always been tiny. I've had to worry about him getting stepped on his whole life and had to make sure he didn't eat weird things. I've been seeing each other, uh, I've been saying each year for about three years now that he's getting old and might be on his way out. But he keeps on kicking, so I guess he'll live forever. He's been with me literally half my life, and I'll be a wreck when he's gone. Oh, yeah. For now, I'll keep him comfortable and give him all the love he deserves for being my little buddy for so long. They're the best. Uh, Let's head over to uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, and talk to Steve Mickelson when I. From mixpicks.com. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Good morning. Big weekend uh, in the NFL with the uh, wild card playoff weekend. And uh, uh, first, I want to start with this email that we got from Ann. Hi, Ann. She says, uh, hello, my son-in-law is an advocate, uh, is a devote Dallas Cowboys fan. I realize early in our relationship, not to tease him about losing. I grew up in uh, Maine, so we are Patriots fans. And due to Tom Brady, he was even more sensitive about losing games, and he really was touchy about losing. When he texted me Cowboys coach got fired and Belichick was new coach for up for the upcoming season, I knew he was screwing with me. <laughs> Guess what? I asked Siri and Chuck wasn't being funny. I don't know who Chuck is. Maybe that's the, maybe that's her son. Yeah. Uh, wow. Now he says I, I can be a Cowboys fan and all I can say is go Cowboys. Wishing the team the best. So, so Steve, uh, the Cowboys were eliminated over the weekend. And uh, there is talk about Mike McCarthy being ousted. Uh, do you think that there's any truth with Bill Pelichek going to the Cowboys? I would love to see it happen. Uh, I, I think a lot of Cowboy fans would as well. I don't know if it's going to happen. And one of the big issues is Jerry Jones runs the team. He has his pulse on every single thing that happens with it. It is entirely his team, which is also why the Cowboys do this year in and year out. Because he is the problem. He's been the problem. And if Belichick were to go there, you know, Belichick also has to have total control. So I can't see the two really working well together because both want to call all the shots. 
But, man, it would be a lot of fun to see it happen if they could make it work. Uh, but I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. But I, I would really love to see them try. Is Jerry Jones more of that personality where he is more concerned about being in control than even winning? Yes, and he proved that with Jimmy Johnson because they were building a dynasty that, you know, they ended up winning three Super Bowls. They probably could have won five or six. But his ego got in the way because he didn't like the fact that Jimmy Johnson was getting credit for the Cowboys and all their success because he felt he deserved it. And that's what the rift between Jerry Johnson and Jimmy Jones was that many years ago. And he drove off a a guy who would have made the Cowboys the greatest franchise in history, the NFL, because of his ego. Damn. So now that we're we're on the subject, why don't we uh, go over the uh, Cowboys-Packers game that took place yesterday? Yeah, that was a surprise. The Packers played great football. Uh, Jordan Love was phenomenal in this game. They destroyed the Cowboys start to end. Every time you think, okay, maybe the Cowboys got a chance. I mean, they, they had a shot. Packers pick six, you know, in the first half to just extend their lead even farther. Uh, you know, Dak Prescott, good numbers, but Packers defense played great. This was the youngest Packers team to win a playoff game since I think like the 93 Bills or something like that. So it is a really young team. They played great in the second half, and yet again, Cowboys one and done in the playoffs. Uh, So we also got this email to red at radradio.com from TJ. Hi, TJ. Takes us to our next game. Uh, TJ says... It's not time yet, but it's it. Let's all give three cheers for Steve and his Lions. Roar! First playoff win in 32 years. Damn, oh my God! How are you feeling today after that Lions Whoa. win yesterday against the Rams? Oh, it was wonderful. Uh, I was talking to my wife, reminding her that this is the first playoff win during our marriage. We were wow. engaged the last time what? that that uh, they won a playoff game. That's and uh, so this was this was really cool. Oh. I loved every minute of it. I was watching the game late going, here we go. Rams are going to kick that field goal to go up 26-24. You know, but the sad part about it is, is watching this game, there was two calls that really influenced the outcome of this game. In the first half, it was an offsize by the Cowboys, and they called, you know, movement by the Lions offensive line. Nobody moved. And that made the Lions go from being in field goal range right before halftime to, you know, being able to kick a field goal to having to punt, which really took the momentum out of the Lions. But then late on that last drive by the Rams, there was holding on that play. I mean, by rights, the defense should have been flagged for holding. The Rams should have got the first down, continued to go on, most likely kicked the wheel, the field goal to win. And, you know, with today's day and age, all the camera angles, everything we see, those were two really big calls that influenced the outcome of the game. I'm just glad the Lions were on the right side of this for a change, <laughs> and they actually got a win. Uh, so the uh, the Browns lost horribly to the Texans in yeah, Houston. Yeah, Texans! Uh, what was your takeaway from that game? Uh, I love that game. C.J. Stroud, to me, is one of the funnest quarterbacks to watch play in this league. He's a rookie this year. Nobody had any expectations for the Texans at all. Many felt they were one of the three worst teams in the NFL. They were going up a Browns defense, which is one of the best we've seen in many years. 
and they totally destroyed them, put up 45 points on them. The Joe Flacco story has been really entertaining because here's a guy who, like, rolled off his couch, was pretty much retired from football, came in, helped lead the Browns into the playoffs. Great story. But in the end, I'm glad the Texans won. C.J. Stroud, if, if you didn't get a chance, you really need to watch this guy play because he is going to be so good. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt and he can have a 15, 20-year career wow. and we can enjoy watching all of his games. Great win for the Texans. And then uh, also on Saturday, the, uh, the frigidly cold uh, Kansas City Chiefs hosted the Dolphins and uh, demolished them because Dolphins don't belong in the snow. <laughs> Uh, what was your takeaway from that game? Well, well the, the Chiefs did what they need to do. We see this come playoff time every year. We all know, you know, warm weather teams struggle in the cold. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go bitch a little bit here because I watched this game, and, and I, I normally don't bitch, but oh my gosh, people, we know it's cold every sense. I quit hearing things going on about the game and just continued to hear bitches from the announcers and everyone on how cold it was. It went the entire time. It was like, come on. We know it's cold. Talk about the game. And they couldn't get past it. So I had a hard time watching the game because it just irritated me so much. So they they couldn't stop talking about Taylor Swift walking through the tunnel in her custom-made Nike jacket that had the Tra- Travis Kelsey numbers and name and everything. And, oh, that thing's got to be worth a lot of money, Steve. Well, the, the cool thing about it, though, is that one of, and, and Steve, you'll probably know, one of the Niners players, his wife, is a designer. Oh. And she's the one that made this for Taylor Swift and for um, Brittany Mahomes. Brittany Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. Uh, that's really cool. I have no idea okay. whose wife made yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know the player. It's like a, it's it's a longer name I can't pronounce. But yeah, you know, it's funny you talk about them continuously talking about the cold because I remember for me at one point I'm like, is this the first time it's ever been cold at a game? Right? Because like yeah. this all they would talk about. But the one part that did gross me out that I'm like, stop showing it was the coach of the Chiefs' mustache because all I can – it was so frozen. And there was just, like, oh. icicles in it. And yeah. all I could imagine was that was snot frozen. Oh, yeah. Was right? Like, I'm just like, God, eh. <laughs> He's saving it for later. Stop. <laughs> snot popsicles. Uh, so uh, do you think that the Chiefs are poised to uh, take it even further and maybe go to the Super Bowl after that win? Uh, you know, they seemed out of sync all season. They haven't been explosive that we've known in the past. But they still have Patrick Mahomes. And as long as Patrick Mahomes is there, if they ever figure out how to solve their drop passes problem, we saw it again. I mean, Kelsey, you know, arguably one of the best tight ends ever to play the game. He continues to drop passes. You can't cut him out because Patrick Mahomes is, Mahomes is just so good. But they still don't seem like they're clicking on all cylinders. Well, more annoying Taylor Swift talk because, you know, <laughs> we weren't sure that he would win this game. The Kelsey fella, he would be up to it because I, oh my God, all over the news, regular news, they had their first fight. How do you know it was their first fight, by the way? Oh. Mm. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Right. And they show him getting, you know, walking to go play the game and they're like saying, oh, look at him. He looks so distraught after their first fight. <laughs> Jesus, God, how is this news? And I highly doubt that's what he's thinking about. Right. <laughs> yeah.
Uh, so we're going to preview the next uh, two games that are airing tonight, and there are two because of uh, some some weather situations. So we got this email here from Robert in the Gay Area. The Bay Area. He says, I wanted to ask how Steve felt about weather. They pushed the Buffalo game to today because of a little snow. Back in my days, oh. they would play in any type of weather. The a Raiders, little snow. The Raiders played in a blizzard, which led to a fumble, which then was turned over, which led to the face of the NFL, Brady. It was a fumble. Back to what I was asking. <laughs> Do you feel they should just let them play? If it's too cold for fans, that's on them to want to sit in blizzards. I say just let them play. What say you, Steve? You know, I still fall into that old school type of, you know, you build your stadium. This is what it is. The cold weather is what gives the Bills their advantage. Granted, they're playing the Steelers, who are a cold-weather team, but we watched it. That was the huge advantage of having home field in the playoffs, which is what you play for the regular season, to take a team like the Dolphins, who's not used to it, and putting them in those conditions. I, as a fan, love to watch these things. I know that they are not high-scoring if they're playing in the snow, and the networks may not like it as much. But And I think in the end, that's really what's dictating it is because they want to keep the fans entertained and higher scoring games make fans enjoy it more often. I understand them moving it. If, if they're playing, I love snow football. It's my favorite. But it's got to be like an inch or two or less. It can't be a foot of snow out there. I watched that with the Lions-Eagles many years ago, and it was not enjoyable. But, you know, we're still getting football. It's still going to be cold. Hopefully the field's good enough, and uh, hopefully we get a good game. Yes, yeah, see, I only take issue in his email with when he said a little snow. Did, has he not seen what the Buffalo Stadium looks like? It's not a little snow. They actually are um, – they put out this call to all the fans that um, they'll pay them 20 bucks an hour to, like, show up to help them shovel and clear out the stadium. That's yeah. cool. And they're, yeah. like, bringing food in. They'll oh. feed them, making it, oh. like, this big party thing. Yeah, so that's not – you, you don't put a call out for that if it's a little bit of snow, right. you know? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know the question that I have is, you know, the stadiums are like big bowls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I know this from years of shoveling my driveway. Where are they putting the snow? Because if they got to clear it out, are they throwing it over the roof? Oh, I mean, how are they getting all of that snow out of the stadium? Because you can only pile so much snow up inside. Yeah. That's you know hmm. this is what I want to see. I want to I want footage of them showing all of the fans that show up to get paid the twenty bucks an hour and that are helping to clear it. I want to see what are they doing with it. Where are they putting it? <laughs> so Steve, if the uh, the snow continue continues to to fall and that's the, they can't manage it, do they just push the game off to tomorrow or how does that work? Do you know? I don't think they can because you got Saturday and Sunday games. You can't be playing on a Tuesday. I mean, you can, but talk about a huge disadvantage. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're playing tonight. I think it, regardless of conditions, hopefully, you know, they haven't received any more snow and we can enjoy the game. But I don't see how they can postpone it any farther. So the Chiefs, I remember when I was, I was watching the beginning of the Chiefs game, they were talking a lot about the, this heating system that they have underneath the field. Uh, because it was, did you hear, Steve? It was cold in Kansas City, uh, but they had that heating. I think si- I heard it more than once. <laughs> they had this uh, heating system um, in Buffalo. Is the is the snow just so bad that the, the heating system like that just wouldn't have any effect? Uh, 
I'm not an engineer. I don't, I don't know that. I just have a hard time. I mean, I put a heating blanket down on the turf. It's not going to melt three feet of snow. Right. I, I mean, it's going to help for the first, you know, inches it comes down or so. But at a certain point, you know, just like your roads and everything else, it's going to overtake it. And from that point on, it, it, it may help the bottom layer and keep the field actually turning to a sheet of ice. Right. But it didn't even do that with KC. So it's great. It helps. But at a certain point, you just get too much snow. And I think it just becomes a non-factor. I think it was that game that one of the players, and I don't know who it was, when he there was something going on with maybe his ankle and when he fell he fell right on his knee and I was like oh god that that was that just like falling on hard ice Seriously. you know just Must on have been that field painful. oh god oh, it's like oh. falling on cement right yeah uh, Alec wrote in and says there was three feet of snow and the governor of Buffalo moved the game due to no one being able to get to the game is is that is that your understanding Steve. Uh, I wasn't aware of the governor, actually. I, I would believe that that's a decision made by the NFL. I yeah. mean, the NFL says, look, we're we're playing or we're not playing. The governor comes in and says, we're not playing. The NFL is just going to say, fine, we're going to go take this game, you know, to Detroit or mm-hmm. some other warmer weather, but neutral field. So I, I don't see how the governor has the full pull. The NFL has to agree to everything. I mean, they're such a huge money-making business. They're not going to let the governor call the shots on what they do. That's that's ridiculous, Alex. It, it, it is so nice that we still at least live in a country where that is allowed, yes. where you can make your own decision and tell a governor to blank off. Yeah, you know? no kidding. Yeah. And uh, finally, uh, today we also have the Philadelphia Eagles playing the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, the Eagles really struggled to go into this playoffs. They lost five of six games. The uh, you know their offense has been out of sync all year. Their defense, which was really good last year, has had numerous injuries. They're not playing well at all. Their secondary can't stop anything. Luckily, they're going up against Tampa Bay, which really struggles on offense. They have a good defense. But Baker Mayfield will be playing. He's been listed as questionable all day. He's got ribs and an ankle injury. So you know he's not going to be willing to take the big hit. and He's not going to be that mobile. But Tampa Bay is a pretty good team. They were another team going into the season that no one had high expectations for. But they've really performed well. This is if the Eagles team that we all know and, you know, enjoyed watching shows up, they should win this game easily, but I mean, down the road, they lost the last game to the Giants. They lost the week before to the Arizona Cardinals. These are two of the worst teams in the entire NFL, and they couldn't even beat them when all they had to do is win one game to win that division. So it's a coin toss on what's going to happen here. And uh, I, I lean towards the Eagles. I liked them the last two weeks. I thought they could, were a much better team and could figure out how to win. But, man, I can't put my money on the Eagles at this point because they've let me down with the Giants and the Cardinals. I uh, I told my husband, I'm like, oh, my God, I love the Eagles. They're my team. He's like, no, you don't love the Eagles. You love Jason Kelsey. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's fair. <laughs> Dawn would love to be the quarterback of the Eagles just so that she can reach down and see Jason Kelsey's tush right in her face. Blue 42. (laughs) Mama loved it. Uh, We did get an email from Rick here that said the New York governor issued a stay-at-home order. Nobody could travel. 
Um, so maybe there, I think there's some some truth to this. Uh, Governor Hochul didn't leave any room for speculation with her words when she addressed the potential challenges. But, oh. but what I correct me if I'm wrong, Steve. What what I hear you saying, Steve, is the governor and kind of what I was getting at can say that for the the citizens, but the governor can't tell the NFL what to do. Uh, that's the way I would believe it to be. Yeah. She could say that, but it's ultimately going to be the, the NFL's decision. Hey, fine, you want to play that card? Okay, we'll just go take this game to elsewhere. We'll go right. play here, and now you get absolutely nothing. Which way do you really want to play this? Yeah, you know, I, I any more in today's day and age, I think these become more political moves. So, oh, she was looking out for the welfare of the – the citizens of New York, you know, and you can take it from there. But at the NFL, such a huge business. We've seen them. They moved a game from the Bills a couple of years ago to Detroit, and they played in Detroit. So the NFL can pretty much do what they want. Well, I, I mean, and I'm just going to be talking out of my booty here because I, I don't know of what I'm saying. I just have, like, an emotional reaction. And um, I, I, I also have a problem with if, if you're someone who's lived there a long time and you know how to get around, who are you to tell me if I can leave my house or not? Right. Like, because I, I was saying to my husband, I'm like, God, how do these people live in this? I wouldn't be able to function. And he's like, yeah, we're coming from a point of where we don't live there. You have lifelong people that have lived there. I don't know. That's just a side note to this. If this mm-hmm. is what the governor's called, who is she to deem that it's dangerous for everybody? Let each person decide on their own. I mean, that's just ugh, that's annoying. And does that really keep people home? And yeah. I grew up in the Midwest and they get a lot of snow. You would look at people driving in Minnesota with rear-wheel drive cars. I mean, you, you yeah. go to Reno and it snows and everybody's got to have a four-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. Right. These people are around <laughs> the snow all the time. I mean, they're driving Cadillacs yeah. you, you <laughs> know, in, in the snow, you know, three feet of snow. And it's like no big deal because, as you said, that's what they grew up with. That's what they know. One of my good friends um, live, grew up in Reno, and she moved to Minnesota for a time. She lived there for a couple of years, loved it. The only reason she came back is to help out family that was ill. Otherwise, she would have stayed there. And they said, listen, it, our state of Minnesota, because it is beautiful if you've ever been there and there's so much to do, they're like, we literally would probably be the population of California if it wasn't for our weather. Because mm-hmm. it scares everybody off, but it doesn't scare the locals. Mm-hmm. She said people are still out and about living their lives doing stuff. And she's like, it is snow you have never seen before, you know, over what we're used to. So, uh, Steve, uh, I have a question here from a no name. We're kind of going off of. Uh, away from NFL, but uh, and it's a little bit more regional because uh, they say, well, I want to know what Steve thinks about California banning youth football for children under 12. Whoa. Seems more like of a dictatorship, but that should be the parents' call. Do you Have you heard anything about this? Is this even in your wheelhouse? Wow. I, I, I have never heard that, um, so th- that is news to me. But But my belief has always been, it's the parents' decision. They have flag football out there. If you're not comfortable with, you know, your child playing regular football, one, they don't have to play football at all. Two, you can take them to flag football if that's what you feel is best. Three, you can let them play regular football if that's what you want to do. To me, that is still a parent's decision, and I just, I'm not a big fan of what I sometimes believe as a government outreach to try to protect us all the end of the day we're the ones who make decisions it's our lives but we have to take responsibility with our lives 
And that's also another little thing that I complain about anymore is it seems that we try to blame everything else versus taking our own responsibility for what's going on. And, and if the, if the parents want to play, the kid wants to play, have at it. Yeah, I second, third, fourth that. Because to me, that's not only the government overreach. That is other parents deciding for other parents how you're going to parent your child. Because whatever this group, if, if whatever this is, and you get a group of parents that are for it, great, your kids don't play then. Mm-hmm. Who the hell are you to decide for other parents that want their kids to play? But you, you're telling them you have to parent and feel the way that we do. And I, Steve, I don't know how this works. I, I, tell me if I'm wrong here. I also, here's, I feel like, how do you expect a child to get to the point where they could play at the college level or the or the even the NFL if they're getting such a late start in playing? It's almost like, don't they need to be conditioned young? Or am I wrong on that? Can they literally learn all of this? You know, uh, I, what they say, 12? You have to mm-hmm. be 12 and older? Mm-hmm. So it's under 12? Uh, right. Uh, I fall under the, the umbrella of if the kid's athletically talented enough, one, and I get it, my kids played tournament, you know, travel ball and all that other stuff. And, and But one of the things I don't like is I don't like the fact that coaches try to pigeon them pigeonhole them into one sport look if you're not dedicated to this you're going to play foot baseball or football or basketball and that's the only sport i think kids should be able to play every sport and if you're good enough you're going to excel at every sport out there you need to learn to play all of them to find out what exactly you like and and or love but if you have that talent believe me they can bring you up to speed pretty quickly in high school in order to get you there for a college but that's one of the things that, that I get disappointed in is it's turned into now. You, you can only play one sport. And being a kid who wasn't the greatest athletically, but, man, I loved all the different sports. And you should allow me to play them all, not just say, you know, you got to play baseball and that's the only thing you can do. Because I, I think sports as a whole really misses out by not allowing these kids to try all of the different ones to find out which one they really like. But if you have the talent, you're going to get caught up quickly. Yeah, one of our godsons, and I mean, it, it, it's a blessing his parents had the resources for it, you know, the leagues you can have, obviously, outside of school or whatever. He dabbled in, in, in a lot of different sports, and he has, he has chosen basketball. And so now that's his thing because he's played all of them, and he's really good at basketball, and that's the one that he loves and he's passionate about. But he was able to make that decision after doing like what you said. He was able to play different sports and kind of see where his passion was. And so it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's just beautiful to see how enjoyable it is for him because he knows that this is the one thing he really loves and wants to hone in on. And just think if they didn't let him play football. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, thank you so much, Steve. We always uh, love having you on the air, and I always, I, I love, especially when you say the word "bitch" multiple times. <laughs> that was great. That was. Uh, uh, thank you so much, Steve. We will definitely talk to you again on Friday to preview the the weekend uh, playoff games. Uh, but and we're actually putting a a pin on the Mixed Pick Sports Show on uh, Rad TV at members.radradio.com, also on 104.7 FM and 8.90 AM in Sacramento, and on the Rad app at radradio.com. Until Rob gets well, and then we will uh, we will resume and debut the, uh, the Mixed Pick Sports Show. Uh, thank you so much, Steve. 
Thank you, and have a wonderful week. You too. You too, Steve. That's Steve Mickelson from MixPicks.com, live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, We are going to take a break and come right back. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. It's 2024, which is exactly what Rob pays me, $20.24 to read page after page of stupid sentences telling you to listen to this show. I'm literally blinking twice. Please help. And now back to Rad Radio. We got this email to rad at radradio.com from Miranda. Hi, Miranda. Good morning. My husband, Ron, has been described as less of a human and more of an experience. Ron (laughs) has listened to you every day since he was seven years old. Now he now turning 27 today. Dang. 20 rad years with you guys. Good Lord. His initials even spell out rad. <laughs> so it seems fitting that you guys are his favorite. Your show has given him consistency, which is something he has craved since he was a child. Oh. Mommy or daddy issue? Oh. That's okay. Mm. <laughs> Hope you're working through it. We all have him. Mm-hmm. He shares <laughs> the same birthday and name as his dad, who oh. is also a fan of the show. 2024 is the year we celebrate the figurative death of his dad being in his life. Ron has spent 27 years trying to force a relationship with his father, and this is the year it all comes to a stop. Oh, oh, thanks wow. for hearing that. Oh. Well, I mean, it's kind, of a, it's kind wow. of a big deal. Yeah. I have compassion for you. Of course. Ron has chosen to take control over the people who enter his life and is starting with his dad. That's, that's a good start. If that's your choice. That's a long time to give it a go. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, January 15th will no longer be Ron's shared day with his dad, but will be a day for Ron to focus on the loved ones who want to be in his life. So today is for him and just him. He's so incredibly spectacular that he deserves to be celebrated every day. Lahaim Baraka, which is Hebrew for to for to life and to blessings. Oh, I love it! Thank you guys for being in his life and blessing him with a kick-ass show each morning. Aww. Happy birthday, Ron! Oh, happy happy birthday! Now eat your f-ing cake. Happy happy birthday, or we'll punch you in the face. If you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, instead of the sights and sounds during the next commercial break, we will be featuring the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy. Uh, and the the preview that, that Kyle will uh, give you here in a second might sound familiar because it might sound similar to the preview we had on Friday's show. Yeah. But for some reason, my fault. The <laughs> the video did not get swapped out. Uh, so we had to kill the canine cam mid, mid-session. And so we weren't able to actually air last Friday's canine cam. So we're going to be, uh, re- we're going to try it again. And Kyle, do you want to remind Rad TV viewers what they're about to see? Sure. So what you're about to see, Maggots, is uh, Tuffy, the 15-year-old lab, who has a hard time finding his ball in the snow. Uh-oh. And then we're going to have Noel the cat, who loves getting boops on the nose. <laughs> and then, of course, it's snack time for Crash the goat. So, Don, you got goats coming oh, up. That'd be cool. Yeah, goaty goats. Yep. And then there's Boone, the blue healer, and he's going to help shovel some snow. And Keisha, the Siamese cat, plays fetch with their owner as they're sitting on the commode going number two. Oh, nice. That's all good. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, you know, like, and you have to say boop, right, when you're doing that oh, with you, the animal? It's luck. It's the boop. It's like boop. Boop, gonna boop yeah. yeah. Gonna boop. And then yeah. if it stretches, you got to say, "Oh, big stretch." <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter if your animal's big or, or little. It's yeah. a, it, the, stru- the stretch is quite big, so you have to let them know, "Oh, big stretch." Or if it's a yawn, "Oh, oh, oh big yeah. yawns." Uh, you can see all this at uh, 
Members.radradio.com on uh, Rad TV. If you have animals that you want to feature, booping them on the nose or telling them they got a big stretch, uh, you can email us those videos to rad at radradio.com and please film them horizontally. It is 2024, people. Portrait mode should not exist anymore. Uh, So speaking of number two, uh, we got this email in response to all of our bathroom talk that we did last week. Um, it's, it's kind of a recurring topic on Brad radio because, uh, when, when Rob's not around, uh, we resort to caca and doo-doo and, and food and, you know, it's it, fun talk. Yeah, yeah. It's fun talk. Yeah. It's not so heady. It's, uh, it's just, it's yeah. every, it's relatable because we all doo-doo and we all caca. Yeah. Listen, um, life is heady. Okay. Yes. It's just the times we're in the last few years. We've got to have some fun around here, <laughs> yes. people. Uh, so Barry wrote in uh, and said, I heard the discussion on Friday about, uh, going number one and someone wrote in about a motion sensor clip light for the toilet bowl that illuminates the inside of the bowl. They are fantastic, much better than flipping on the bathroom light in the middle of the night. However, they should come with a warning. We have one that alternates colors every couple seconds, a slow transition, not strobing club club lights. (laughs) (laughs) I used it one night and looking down as most of us do, I saw white, then yellow. To the horror of my half-sleep brain, I watched the water in the bowl turn orangish and then red. Ooh, oh, God. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I started to panic about going number one with blood in it. <laughs> the lights oh, changed oh, to so purple, funny. then blue, <laughs> yeah. and back to white. Suffice yeah. it to say, I didn't sleep for crap the rest of the night. I yeah. guess oh. that's the only issue with this thing. You won't know the color yeah. of your urine. And if it's, <laughs> and if it's uh, you know, if you are concerned about that and you're, you're yeah. watching your health, then that you might not want this light. There, there's yeah. got to be a setting, though, to like <laughs> change it from color changing to just, yeah. the, just the white light. Um, but that, that reminds me of the one time I had beets. I've had beets plenty of times, but the, I was drinking, I was juicing like crazy. And beet juice is one of my favorite combinations to, to do. Yeah. Um, and it turned my, uh, my number two dark red, Ooh, like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. uh, red velvet cheese, like red oh, velvet cake type damn. of red. Yeah, mm. yeah. And it was so concerning. And then I remembered, oh yeah, beet juice. Uh, but <laughs> it's, it's interesting to, to find these rush to the ER. I did go to the doctor cause I was like, is this right? And then she was like, have you had beet juice recently? I was like, no, I thought this was a genuine concern. Can you run more tests, please? Yeah. <laughs> Let's play Master of Movies right now for a pair of tickets to see Jim Jeffries at the Sacramento Memorial Auditorium on Friday, January 26th. Uh, for Master of Movies, we'll give you a hint and then play a famous movie clip. You give us the title of the movie it's from, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, and then 20. And if none of you know the title... <laughs> Beat juice everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9011 for Master Movies right now. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Our New Year's resolution was to in no way improve anything about our program. So far, so good. This is Rad Radio. So earlier this morning, I announced that uh, I met, my family and I met our newest family member that will be coming home in about two weeks. Uh, it's a Bernadoodle named Sadie. Oh, sweet Sadie. And I saw, I shared this photo, if you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. It's of uh, my fiance Nicole and Bella. Aww. 
my, uh, ste- God, my stepdaughter, her daughter, and uh, little Sadie oh, in Nicole's arms. Just the the best pic- picture in the world. Yes. I just keep staring at this for the rest of the show. Oh, um, and yeah. so very excited about it. And a lot of people uh, have been writing in. Uh, congratulating us and uh, you know telling us their Bernadoodle stories and they're just little fluff balls of love oh. and that's exactly what they are. Yeah. They're playful and everything, but ultimately they're just they're just there to love and be there oh. with you. And um, we're gonna we're gonna try to keep it in the um, the like therapy dog realm. Um, oh. I, I know that uh, my fiance has mentioned that she wants to have like some sort of therapy dog. Yeah. Um, so we're going to, I don't know exactly how we're going to apply that with this particular puppy. We're probably yeah. not going to make it a working dog that way, but um, they, they, these doodles, these Myrna doodles particularly are great uh, therapy dogs. Uh, we got this, we got an email earlier this morning though from uh, Taya. Hey Taya. She said that she's, uh, she's sick. She's got whatever's going around. Um, and so she's enjoying the show, and she she uh, showed her appreciation for listening, and uh, she's enjoying a hot toddy while That's she's right. <laughs> kicking back on the couch and uh, enjoying bad radio today. Um, and Taya wrote in in response to the uh, the photo that I just shared of uh, my fiance, our stepdaughter, and and little Sadie. Uh, she says your fiance is beautiful, as yes. is your daughter. Yeah. Just because she didn't come from you specifically doesn't mean you don't have an impact on her, and love her like life itself as your new person you found uh, in Nicole. Congrats. It really is something truly special. I thought you would have caved, though, and got both dogs like I did. Yeah. That's right. There are two dogs up for grabs, uh, a boy oh, and a girl. Oh, my God, brother and sister. And it was hard to pick. And yeah. at, at one point, Nicole had one of them and Bella had the other, oh. and they were like, can we? Oh. It was close. Yeah, it was close, yeah. but no, my, my pocketbook can't handle that. Yeah. Uh, she says, it is truly something special. I thought you would cave, get both dogs like I did. Damn my husband for introducing me to yet more dogs that will destroy our stuff. <laughs> they have toys. Oh, but, gosh. Yeah, no, doesn't matter. No. Yeah. Uh, but you may, but may you be well on your new journey of love. Kyle. Hi. I'll make a stop at Party City for the biggest balloon I can find for you. Oh, God. You God. big freak. And Dawn, do you need sprinkles for any baking needs? Oh. I'll get you the best. Oh, boy. Hot toddy kicking in. Yeah. Brandon, you're coming in the best way. I'm with you till 10, guys. Then I'm passing out. All right. Master. Master of movies. I'm feeding you lies. Twisting your brain for a really cool prize. Action adventures like my comedy. Dusting the film and you'll be supreme. You're a movie master. We got a pair of tickets to see Jim Jeffries at the Sacramento Memorial Auditorium on Friday, January 26th. And caller 18 is Danny. Good morning. 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 Leah? Leah? Is that is it Leah? It's Leah. Leah? Yeah. You're caller 19. Leah. See, I, I knew it first. Morning, Leah. <laughs> Good morning. And Derek is caller 20. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. All right. For Master of Movies, we have a drama from 1991. All because I was alone in a room with a girl doing what he liked to be doing. Again, this is a drama from 1991. And uh, fun fact, Kyle's dad loves this movie. <laughs> All because I was alone in a room with a girl doing what he liked to be doing. Danny, what do you think the movie is? Uh, no idea. <laughs> Leah, what do you think? Backdraft? Oh, fantastic movie. 
but not the correct one. Uh, let's see. Derek, what do you think it is? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Shrek the Third. Does your dad love oh, Shrek the Third? Oh, no, he doesn't, and uh, it wasn't from 1991. Yeah, Shreks weren't even. Wait, they weren't even out yet. No, the Shreks. There's no way oh, they were yeah. out. Shreks, I think, no came way. out in 2001. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Early 2000s. Yeah. 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 Uh, most definitely was not Shrek the Third. Uh, this was the uh, one of the greatest movies that Val Kilmer ever starred in. It was the biopic about Jim Morrison and the Doors. The movie was called The Doors. All because I was alone in the room with a girl doing what he'd like to be doing if he could only get it up without a gun. Val Kilmer, one of the yeah. one of the best actors, and it's so sad to see what what happened to him I with know. the throat cancer. But I love how they they incorporated him in the uh, new Top Gun Maverick yes, movie. Yes, that yep. was perfect. It was, it was outstanding. Even when he can't talk, even with the little bit that he can talk, it, he's still one of the best around. Yep, absolutely yep. love Val Kilmer. Uh, so. Kyle, was that one of those movies that was on repeat in your house growing up with no, your dad? No, it wasn't on repeat. I always saw it. He had a big DVD collection, still does. I remember seeing it there as a kid, but I didn't watch it until I was in college. I had to do a, um, a report in a rock and roll history class, and I picked Jim Morrison in The Doors, and I watched that movie a few times just to get some of the, the history and, and every, the things, topics to write about in that report. So that's where I watched it. But my father does refer to Jim Morrison as the Lord. So wow. you, you can't you can't say anything bad about Jim Morrison in, in the in the my dad's house. So. High, high praise. Indeed. Yes, yes. Uh, so uh, it is Girl Scout cookie season. Oh damn! Oh, already? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's coming up. Uh, I think this Friday is when you can start putting in pre-sales. Um, so we got this random email, but I think it warrants uh, us reading from Kim. Hey Kim. I wasn't going to send this email. I was going to try to convince myself to be Elsa and let it go, <laughs> let it go. <laughs> But that's not working for me. So then you got to let it out. Yep. Let it out. Let, let it, it out. out. My daughter is a Girl Scout. Cookie pre-sales starting on Friday, or started this past Friday. Oh, past Friday. Oh, oh so damn. It's on now. So if you want to guarantee you get your favorite kind in the quantity you want, make sure you order from your local Girl Scout soon. Oh. Back to my issue. The cookie program is taught as entrepreneurship, an entrepreneurship program. Say that three times first. <laughs> To, to the girls from marketing, understanding their products, inventory, and finding the customers. A lot of people make posts on community pages on social media. We have done this for the last three years and never had an issue. This year, people have decided to make negative comments about the price and about how the girls get nothing out of it. And even go as far as allude to using foul language in the comments towards other people in the comments on the post. Very uh, mature. <sighs> I 100% understand people have the right to post comments, and we run the risk of this happening by posting in a public forum. Here's my main point of this rambled-on email. (laughs) People, please do not hinder the chance of a girl to go to camp at no cost to her family. Some families can't afford the hundreds of dollars to send their girls to Girl Scout camp. Yes, there are scholarships, and the girls can use those to go to camp. But wouldn't you want to encourage your child to work for something they want instead of having to have it handed to them for free? Maybe you wouldn't, but we do. My daughter earned camp last year, and that's her goal this year. 
believe me, selling 1,750 boxes of cookies for a third and fourth grader is not easy, and she works for it. Yeah, that's so amazing. Please don't do anything to make it harder on her. Um, if you read this, yeah. Um, oh, P.S. I uh, if you read this on the air, you can decide if you want to mention this part. Yes, I have no problem with that. Not every Girl Scout is a typical girl. Some of our girls are special needs. Our troop is all special needs, from physical to learning and to developmental. People don't think about who they could be hurting at the cost of just hiding behind their keyboards. Uh, okay. <sighs> all right. Gosh, dang it. Uh-oh. Uh, now I want to let it go. She's getting worked up. Let it go. Let it out, Don. Okay. Let it out. Let it okay. out. Okay. Yes, I agree with all. Okay, here's what I absolutely agree with. I think it's, I agree with you that, uh, and you didn't say these words, I'm paraphrasing, this is how I feel. I, I, I think it's rotten and terrible and disgusting how we are when we're commenting, you know, these, these ugh, people in their damn, con- yes, yeah. you know, I, I just, these people feel the need, because yes, you post, so you put yourself out there, I love that you already get all that, doesn't mean someone needs to be such a jerk, but they are. And that's what they do, and and I'm I'm with you. I, I I don't like when they do it. Where you and I part ways is a couple things. People that are prone to do that, you're not going to change their mind. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you don't give the speech you gave. You you, st- you still need to say things that you feel you want to get off your chest to folks that are doing that. But what I want you to do and understand is you are not going to change them by those words. Like that that is a core terribleness within someone that hopefully along the way of them living life, they'll stop being asshats like that. But you 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 help yourself out knowing, eh, you know what? I put it out there, and now I'm going to let it go because chances of me changing their mind are pretty slim, and that's on them. The the other thing, and and I'm sorry with this. I, I honestly probably feel I'm on an island with other Gen Xers or people my age. You're coddling your kid just a little too, but, too much for me. Hmm. Um. First of all, is your kid seeing these posts? Who who is who is overseeing this page? Because first and foremost, I don't find that over. Uh, I don't want to be confusing. The part I feel you're over coddling is you're asking people not to do this or to that do that to your child. You're delaying them from understanding how crappy society can be. I'm not saying you expose them to all the garbage. Of course you don't. But they can't start making a scab. And, and putting that shield of armor on and having that strength to not let them that stuff affect them if they're constantly sheltered from it. So I think a little bit here, a little bit there, it, 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 it is good for a kid so they can still have empathy. I'm not saying that they lose their emotions, but we also need all of us need to build some type of shield of armor where we we let this stuff bounce off of us. Sometimes it's going to affect us and we're going to cry and that's okay. But mostly we want to be able to, you know, let it bounce off of us. Now, where I absolutely do not, me personally, and someone could disagree with me, I don't think it's coddling for the adults to be monitoring these pages Mm -hmm. and erasing that stuff because what's the point of your kids seeing garbage like that? And and maybe Shorty is doing that. She has seen it. It's upsetting her. And maybe other kids get access to it and they see it before you can take it down. But, you know, we as the adults should be monitoring these things. And maybe she is again, right? It's mm-hmm. now I'm just speaking to, to anyone, I guess also understanding and realizing I could be talking to the air. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, 
Uh, you have a great point. Uh, the social media thing, third and fourth graders, they shouldn't even be on that page. Why are you like? I, I understand that that is primarily the the sales place to to put these posts up, to put the links up for people to buy the Girl Scout cookies. You don't see. You, I mean, it's pretty common still to see Girl Scouts out in front of stores, but a lot of these things are being sold online, and so you're going to get people reacting to that. And you as a parent, I think, need to have some thicker skin and do what Don says, delete the messages, make sure that they're protected from that because that's what you're supposed to be doing, protecting your kid from all that. And and, 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 and if they do see it in, in the way that – I'm not going to tell you how to parent, obviously, in the way that you would have that conversation with your kid that unfortunately and sadly we have people that are hurting themselves so they want to hurt others and we've got to, you know, just let that just – bounce right off of us mm-hmm. and say a nice thought for them or if you're a prayer person say a little prayer and then just go about life so i i don't even see why you're even paying attention to the negative things on facebook people are gross was this your first day on on the internet that's what they do they're haters it's their job in the words of cat williams let them hate yeah and, you know i it, yeah. it, no they're rotten it's it, all, yeah they yeah. are but honestly it's a cesspool it, it, it is, is. But, but and i could sorry go ahead God. i was gonna say her main focus should just be selling the cookies Stop looking at all that stuff. Stop thinking negative thoughts about what's going to happen, what people say, and what they're doing. Your goal is to sell cookies. Focus on that. Focus on the kids selling cookies and nothing else. And your kid is obviously selling them. Like, that's amazing what she accomplished last year. 1,750 boxes last year? Yeah. That's incredible. I I, I wouldn't waste my time trying to convince people that are terrible. Right. To move on and focus on the ones that don't comment like that, that are positive, that are good, and just disregard those that want to be jerks. Don't, oh my God. Limited time on this planet, people. We don't need to waste it on garbage. Exactly. And I I think that this this mama bear is just doing that thing. She wants to protect her kids. She wants to believe that there are good people out there. But unfortunately, since you put yourself out there on social media, you're going to get inundated by the rotten, the stupid, the horrible, the people that just want to talk things down. Uh, but hopefully your uh, daughter does achieve her goal so she yes. can go to camp this year. That's outstanding. I didn't know that they were working towards a towards like a camp deal. I just yeah. thought it was like a fundraiser. No, I love that they do that. And that's I love awesome. that it's open to all kids with different special needs. And that's exactly. right. You don't, I mean, I, I would be so on guard knowing if, if I knew our troop had well, just in general, they're all young, right? And then you add in that there might be some with some special needs. It's like, oh, yeah, no, no. What, what is it you want to post? We'll moderate. We'll post. We'll get back to you and let you know how it's going. Absolutely. But you are not seeing this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, my stepdaughter is nine years old, so she's right in that wheelhouse. And she yeah. absolutely has no access to social oh. media for this very reason. Yay. And we keep it that way because... Yeah. We know how awful people can be. I mean, it's gonna, it's inevitable. It's going to happen at some point. She is going to get a phone. She's going to be tapped into social media at some point. And I fear for that day because I know how rotten kids are before phones. I got bullied incessantly when I was a kid. Understandably so. Look at me. Uh, but, yeah. you know, when, when, when you're a kid and you're, there's just constant negativity being thrown your way and trash talk the keyboard wires against amongst kids and especially girls is just disgusting yeah see you you hit on it right there and this is the difference difference for me where someone might be screaming oh i thought you was coddling what do you think that's calling but you don't think this is coddling and you hit it on the nose brandon kids have enough to deal with just being kids and with their surroundings around them with other children Mm -hmm. without social media Long before social media, kids were still being rotten with each other, still being bullied, and and there's that to navigate. Mm-hmm. To me, adding in social media, it's a layer that is too much, 
it's already too it can get to be too much mm-hmm. on a regular day-to-day for a child with kids they go to school with or in the neighborhood with let alone people online and kids online they don't even know and have no access to there's no conflict resolution there right, right? when it's the day-to-day where it could be a neighbor kid they're having issues with or a kid at school or some adult they shouldn't be having you can have some conflict revolution there's a chance of it because that's tangible they're there they're right there they're in your community how do you resolve some jerk who's hiding behind the keyboard there's no resolution there right uh, it yeah. just goes back and forth and gets more acidic. I don't even want to get started on the the body dysmorphia and the judgment of appearance on social media because oh. that's a whole other animal that yes. is just so disgusting. No. Yep. Yeah, and the, like you guys said, they're all hiding behind a keyboard. They're not going to say this in real life. They, they're just being toxic and they're in their own head and they feel like they want to get it out there, but they would never say it to anybody's face. So we, we've, uh, in my household, um, our nine-year-old Bella has been doing getting through she's she's going to get to that point where there's drama at school you know oh, yeah. like bickering and you know people people ganging up on other people uh, and not, nothing physical you know it's just it's a little it's it's nine-year-old stuff it's yeah. really not that serious uh, we had a she had a friend over over the weekend and they were doing prank calls with people. Oh, yeah. yeah and I so you know oh, yeah man, I loved those. back in the day it was like it was something <laughs> you could be more anonymous but now in these this day and age, it's hard oh, to like yeah. be being you know anonymous. Yeah, there was and, no caller ID. Oh, right, right, right. And you just Star got that 69. phone book out and you just randomly picked people. Yeah. But there's no home phones, Kyle. This is all like tech. This yeah. is all on the phones, the tablets, all the that kind of stuff. Star sixty nine not work or star sixty seven, whatever it is, I, where I, it comes up, no caller ID. I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know if that is even a thing. Especially with I know so with cell phones, you can block your number, so you, you know the outgoing call, mm-hmm. won't, they won't see it. But I don't know even know if that kind of technology exists with cell phones. Probably with a landline. Oh, man, it's um, taking the phone away. Seriously, yeah. yeah. And, Anonymous. And, you know, as a, as, a, as a good parent, she is. My fiance Nicole, had to have that conversation. Like, okay, well, look, if you're choosing to make these, these prank calls, oh. then you're choosing to engage in this kind of like bully activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just, it was a, it's a choice for you to make. And I just sat back and, and absorbed all of this, thinking the same thing you guys are. Like, oh, yeah, prank calls. It was so much fun. But now hearing it. <laughs> On the other end of things, and yeah. and you know, if if somebody wants to be known as like being mean and and you know prank calling people just just to get their kicks, first of all, you don't know what's happening on the other line of uh, on the other end of that line and what where they're at. They might be at dinner, they might be with family, they might be in the hospital, something like yeah, something like that. But yes. at the same time, you know, if it hurts somebody's feelings, then this is something that the nine year old is going to have to learn that this could be a reaction to that. Oh man, that was just—you're making me think about when I was a kid. I had stayed night at a friend's house, and his name was Austin. And his dad encouraged us. Like we, we all wanted to do prank calls, but he got in on it. And he gave—he was—he owned a, a company, so he was the boss. So he gave us phone numbers to his employees, so we could prank call them. And then we had a list of everybody in our school it had all the other kids' phone numbers on there and their parents' phone numbers. So we did. Star, he told us the Star 69 thing, so it could block the ID if needed. I mean, this is in the early. Early 2000s yeah and we would call and just try to prank all of our classmates as best we could i even called the toys r us at the time and told them i had a playstation 2 that caught on fire <laughs> and the lady was actually concerned well wanted me to come bring it in <laughs> Do you, <laughs> i mean like we just had a blast so, so i i feel like 
because the, the there are areas where the times change so much mm-hmm. that like ours were just so dumb and innocent. Yeah. And the thing I can't even remember the stuff we were saying, but it was so dumb and innocent that not to say Bella wouldn't be that way, but it's like it's a different time now. It was so dumb and innocent that anyone on the other line knew. <laughs> right. Right. And and but so now though we also have a lot more sensitive people that may get those calls and not know to go to 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 go with what you know your fiance was saying right like you probably do have to take into more consideration now because our pranks were so dumb person on the other end was not getting offended mm-hmm. and we weren't a society that really even got offended right but yeah. we are now yeah. we are now and yeah. there's a lot a lot of different things going on and i'm sure the things that would be said now are totally different yeah. than this dumb stuff we were doing. And this is, that's totally... Your no, refrigerator's un- running. Exactly. <laughs> right? I, like, I think that's... These are the things we did. That's just like this so... Stu- who Whose feelings is that going to hurt even now? Right. Honestly, if I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I mean, even when I was making the prank calls back when I was a kid, as devious as I was and sometimes still am... I, we didn't do anything that was too mean. I think the yeah. worst thing I did is I called a girl and told her that she won a contest to meet Aaron Carter at the time. Because Aaron <laughs> Carter was like the biggest thing ever. He was bigger than Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. And she's on the phone and she's like, I didn't enter a contest. What are you talking about? And I told her, I'm like, oh, yeah, you did. You did. It was through Burger King. You entered in. You get to meet me. We're going to meet in Orlando, Florida at Disney World. And oh, she like, she kind of got excited for a second. Kyle. And then she's like, this is fake. This is a fake setup. And then eventually we got to school and she kind of figured it out. Out. She mm, came yep, up to me and she's yep, like, did see? you do that? And I was like, yeah, that yeah, oh. was me and my buddy Austin. See? And then the whole class kind of figured yeah, out our we, little antics. We also had that ability, right? Yeah. Our little BS radars of were on at a very young age. Mm, see, the mischievous <laughs> side is coming out of me, and I'm yeah. thinking, maybe I should have Kyle call uh, my stepdaughter <laughs> oh. and let her know that she's going to meet Taylor Swift. Oh, God. That'd be fun. Oh, that would be no. fun, but it would crush her soul it because would. she would believe it to the T. Oh. <laughs> Anybody and Dawn. The Rob. Anybody and Dawn Show. This is Rad Radio. Just remember, it doesn't matter where we are as long as we're here. Huh? What the hell does that even mean? What has happened to this show? Uh, follow up to uh, crank calls and how it used to be to prank call people and how innocent and fun it was. And it was. It, we, yeah. It was, is your, fr- your refrigerator running? You better go catch it. That kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm looking for Amanda hugging kiss. <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. It, it's great. But, you yeah. know, as, as we have evolved and as time has gone on, things keep getting ratcheted up and the youth seem to devolve into... <laughs> Getting into more extreme things, you know, the jackassification of oh, the youth yeah, yeah, yeah. just keeps trying to one up each other. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's not like it used to be, kids. Yeah. Uh, it's not like the good old days. Uh, Logan wrote in and said, Our form of prank calling you can't get away with anymore, but I was in fifth grade and was sleeping over at a friend's house. He was telling his mom that we had another classmate that would steal stuff out of our desks. So the mom was upset, and a way, and a way at getting back at the classmate was we pulled out the school phone book called the local Domino's and ordered a bunch of pizza to her house that the girl lived at at a local trailer park at the time. But she never stole stuff out of our desks again. Oh. I don't know, but I think she figured out it was us and was never really talked to us again. What's the punishment? They had to pay for the pizza? But Yeah, yeah but if you say she I didn't... pay over the phone. 
Right. At that time, the, you, you pay for that delivery. Yeah, Unless yeah, you yeah, say you have delivery. cash, and then the, the, the restaurants, SOL. Or checks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you float this yeah. for me? The, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, what's the worst that they are going to do? Just say, no, yeah. we didn't order that, so they just take it back? Otherwise, I'm like, thanks for the pizza. <laughs> yeah, can they, right. Kyle? You you were a former uh, pizza delivery guy. Yeah, is that what would happen ultimately? No. So what I'd show up is, you know, as the delivery driver on the other end, you always ask, okay, if you're getting delivered, you are you paying cash, check, or charge? Charge being a credit card, and usually they'd say charge or or cash. And if it's cash, then it's all on their their honesty. You have to drive over there and hope to God they have cash to hand over to you. Hmm. So that's the only thing. If, if they don't, you show up and person like I didn't order. I'm not paying for it. Then you're like, all right, I guess all these pizzas are mess ups, and we're going back to the restaurant, and you got a surplus of messed up pizzas. Mm, Kyle gets some messed up pizzas. Yep, and, then, yeah. and then you uh, <laughs> keep those in the warmer, and when the manager's not looking, you put it in the delivery bag, and you take it to your neighbor's house, and he tips you out cash on the side. <laughs> I mean, that never happened. Uh, no, 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 no. That's not anything that anybody would do ever as a pizza delivery person. Uh, we also got this uh, funny prank call story from Chris. Hey, Chris. My friends and I had a few nights doing prank calls. We used the we used the phone book to call strangers and came across a name that was the funniest at the time to prank. It was a theme of Richard plus a Richard themed last name. Uh, so you know okay. the uh, nickname for Richard. Richard is, Richardson. Is, uh, yeah. Right. I, <laughs> I called him prank him a couple times with a uh, hiya dick because his name is Richard. Yeah. Is your fridge running or is there a Seymour Butts, etc.? A <laughs> couple Seymour years ago butts, by, yeah. I grew up a bit and meet my future wife at work. As time goes on, I eventually meet her grandfather, who just so happens to be the guy we pranked so long ago. No, oh, no. I once asked him if he got any prank calls about his name. He said, yeah, they're always screaming, hiya, dick. I apologized, and we had a decent relationship until he passed in 2021. Aww. He worked long hours and hard on his ranch, long and hard on his ranch, <laughs> Richard, and learned quite a bit from him. Funny how things tend to work out. Yeah, yes. That was oh, harmless, man. too. It's not like you did anything that to was. hurt his feelings. No, exactly. It just made him laugh. Yeah. Man. I still kind of want to do some prank calls now. Let's bring him back some fun memories. And I was on YouTube not too long ago, and I saw a brilliant one. This guy called up a... Uh, a big warehouse store and then talked to a specific division where he was trying to talk to a manager and she had just hired a bunch of people. So he makes up this name and he's like, I'm not coming in to work today. And the lady about loses it. She's like, when did you get hired? He's like, I just got hired like last week. She's like, you're already calling him for a day off. He's like, yeah, I don't want to work. And the lady didn't even know like her employees. She got all up in arms about this imaginary guy who wasn't going to show up to a shift that didn't even exist. <laughs> but it kind of made me want to do the same thing. Like I want to call up old employers and just be like, yeah, some of the restaurants I used to work at and be like, hi, yeah, and make up a name. Be like, I'm just not going to come in today. Be like, you're not even on the schedule. Are you sure? So-and-so hired me. Mm. <laughs> and and um, what I'm about to say, I'm not saying was the one you watched, but there are so many that I'll see. And I'm like, are, are these real? Where they're pranking someone and you're like, Okay, the other person's in on the prank. And yeah. you, all just, you all just want your video moment. Mm -hmm. like you are not good actors. Yeah. I mean, but people fall for it. They're like, oh, that was so funny. I'm like, look at them. It's bad acting. They knew it was hot. <laughs> they knew it was going to happen. Yeah. How do y'all fall for this? In, in this day and age, you have to let them know if it's been recorded and if it's going to be rebroadcast like that. I mean, Especially typically. you have them visually, right? Exactly. Unless you're like, you know, um, uh, what is that? Uh, blurred out. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's the word. 
Um, and it, it, it's like that show, Crank Inkers. You ever heard of that show? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. puppets that would reenact prank calls. Yeah. I think there's something in there where they had to be like at the end of the call and say, oh, yeah, by the way, you know, this is Jimmy Kimmel, and uh, we're going to use this for our show, Crank yeah, are you Inkers. Okay oh, are you okay with yeah. using your voice? And what got me into it as a kid was my dad had these CDs called The Jerky Boys. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that. They were gold. I wasn't even allowed to have them. They were friends of his, and I took them to school <laughs> and played them for my friends. Oh. Wasn't allowed to do. Got in a lot of trouble for even taking the CDs. Yeah. But it was amazing. <laughs> it was one of my favorite things to do as a child. Yeah, that's kicking it old school right there. <laughs> that mm-hmm. was. I forgot all about that. Uh, we got this follow-up email from Kim. Kim I, is the one. Sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say, hi, Kim. You're, you're good. <laughs> I didn't want to step all over. No, 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 no. You know, and, and I usually wait till there's, there is a pause. So yeah. That, that was my bad. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm chatty today, so I just <laughs> didn't leave any room for a pause. No, no, no. And I don't always say hi every time. That's so, true. You know. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a figuring pickle. it out. All right. Uh, we got this email from Kim. Hi, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote in earlier about the uh, Girl Scout cookies, and it's cookie uh, Girl Scout cookie Yay! season. Pre-sales started last Friday. And uh, Kim has a uh, special needs daughter who is in a Girl Scout troop. And uh, oh wait, her daughter is special needs. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. shoot, whole, I missed that. Part. Her whole troop is is of special needs. Oh, I thought. Oh my gosh, I'm such a jerk because originally when you read it, I thought she was just saying that some troops will have some special mm. needs kids. Yeah, just it but just, her daughter is, and the whole troop yeah. is. Oh dear God, I wouldn't have said anything. I said. Well, no, I think it still applies. Oh. Like on a on a. Um, on a more global scale, uh, I think right. your point still resonates uh, well. And uh, Kim is thankful that we read her email. She says, Dawn, you are 100% correct. She doesn't have access to social media. I am also a Gen Xer and also believe in letting her hear the negatives and overcome them. I monitor the social media posts and let her help answer questions people may Aww. have about the cookies. Oh, that's so, I love that. Kyle, we can't ignore the comments. People ask questions about types of cookies, when they will get them, etc. And in my other email, I forgot to mention, I hope people don't treat the girls like this in person. Yeah. Just tell them no and keep on moving. You won't get people like that in person because they're cowards. They are. They hide behind their keyboards and they, they can talk as much trash as they want because they're not doing it to your face. And I, I, Kyle, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what Kyle meant was ignore the negative comments. Yeah. Not the ones that want answers yeah. to questions and things like that because... Don't we all know right away we know if it's a negative comment because they start out jerky. Yeah. It it's comes, just like delete. Yeah, when it comes through, just be like, all right, bye. Like yeah. you're a terrible person, move on. Don't sit there and focus on it and think to I, I don't know. Just Yeah. Uh, it sounds like Kim is doing that, but yeah. after a while it can be exhausting. And it yes. could be there's just it comes to a point where we all have our breaking points. Oh. I mean, I I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm done with social media. Yes. I've been a week without social media and I feel great. Yeah. I had that nervous of going to my phone like I gotta scroll something because right. I gotta doom scroll I, yeah. I have time to kill the dog videos uh, that too <laughs> all the memes but I have loved life so, like I've noticed that I have actual time to sit there in my thoughts and, and not be distracted by things and it's brought a lot of clarity to me and, yeah. and so just ignoring them is the best call yeah I the, what I do now on social media is I, the dog videos you know I told you we have a group text with family mm-hmm. and so once you hit it now you're on Instagram oh yeah so then I just keep going through and when I X out I'll then I'll start seeing posts that people have posted and I oh I like that one I'm like what am I doing get off (laughs) you know and then I'll see like the the folks that like you and I will send each other stuff sometimes Mm -hmm. right so whatever that bubble is Mm -hmm. I'll see that I have some of those and I'll I'll hit that because it's people I know and that we interact right but it's like sometimes when you pop out of that other things that could 
pop in that mm-hmm. can get you going down that rabbit hole. I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. 30 minutes go by, just, and you're like, what have I done with my life? Yeah, just the fun stuff. And mm-hmm. and I'm going back to, what was her name? I'm Kim. So sorry, Kim. We all have to let, you have to let off the steam. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just at the end of the day, not letting it affect us too much. Yeah, and we hope <laughs> yeah. your uh, daughter gets to her goal so she yes, can go to camp yay. again this year. Yeah. Uh, we got this email from No Name. Hey, No Name. Not that I'm encouraging prank calls today, especially when there are so many scammer calls out there uh, these days, compared to when all of us were younger. But, Kyle, you are correct about Star 67 concealing the caller's phone number. Yeah. I work for a local school district, and because we don't have work cell phones i sometimes have to use my own cell phone to make calls to parents slash guardians when i'm not at my desk to use my work phone all right so oh. star 67 still works even, even with cell phones <laughs> somebody somebody's school needs funding Jeez. <laughs> well, she has to use her own cell phone well, they gotta I mean, use a lot of their own stuff yeah sometimes to even get supplies they're bringing their own furniture from home for kids <laughs> yeah. to sit on in their classrooms and we, we wonder why our school systems are failing huh well there's a lot of reasons yeah that's uh, a topic that could go on for hours yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it still wouldn't be solved and it's depressing yeah it's monday we don't want to do that today Maybe tomorrow. And it's not always money. Some of these schools have lots of money being thrown at them, mm-hmm. and it's still not solved. People are swindling from the top. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got this uh, funner, more fun email from Chase. Hey, Chase. Really? Funner email? <laughs> Come the on. Funnest. I've got a GED. The funnest. I know better than this. The funnest ever. The, the funnerest. Uh, Chase says, what about ding-dong ditching? <laughs> Where you oh. ring the bell and ah. hide somewhere. Yeah. Definitely can't do that now with no. all the cameras, but it was definitely fun. Uh, yes, yeah. and it's definitely not safe now that there's angry old men or angry people in general who are packing heat, and uh, oh. you you, you ding-dong the wrong door, and they decide, oh, that's somebody who's trying to break into my house, and they start shooting rounds into the door, killing the uh, unsuspecting yeah. ding-dong ditch. Yeah, it could be that serious. Mm-hmm. And or just... On the on the on the lighter side of it, oh, on Nextdoor app, the Nextdoor app, haven't been on in a while, but it, it always there's some ninny on there. Do you know who these kids are? Yes, they'll, they'll still try to do the doorbell and dash, and every all the comments are like, "How old are you?" They're just kids trying to have dumb, stupid fun. Yes, it's annoying, and of course, it could be terrible if you've got a baby sleeping or you needed to sleep and and all of that. I mean, obviously, if you catch your kid, you tell them, no, stop it. But she was acting like, my point is, she was acting like they were criminals. Right. Tuck these kids down. I'm going to call 911. Oh, that's the call 911 wants. Thank you. (laughs) When I was a kid, we would doorbell ding because we we lived in a a cul-de-sac, and then there were a a bunch of other cul-de-sacs in the same little gate. It wasn't gated, but it was kind of, anyways, it was secluded, bunch of courts. Yeah. And we always would ding dong ditch the ones we knew who with Karens were. Mm-hmm. And we, we we lived next door to one and she oh, was God, a next door to bitch. Oh. And yeah, her, what was her name? Janet. And, <laughs> Damn it, Janet. And I remember no, we would door. Well, they were, she acted like a Karen, but yeah. she was Karen's friend, Janet. Uh, yeah. But anyways, yeah, yeah. she was such an old bitch and we would go and ring her doorbell and we would hide directly like, like, uh, around the corner on the fence on her side yard and wait for her to open the door and then as soon as she shut it we would sneak back over do it again and do it a multitude of like three or four times <laughs> mm. but then she'd eventually open up the door and say she would be calling the sheriffs oh geez. sheriff <laughs> whoa you poke the bear one too many times <laughs> someone's ringing my doorbell they're not there uh, yeah the cops are coming out for that if nope. I, you know what if I was a sheriff I would come to bust her <laughs> That this is the call you had us answer. Right? Leave those kids alone. I'd be the best cop. Uh, best meaning worse, because I guess that would not be right, right? Right, yeah. 
<laughs> You'd be the bad cop. Kyle will be the good cop. And you guys switch roles every once in a while. Sounds oh, good. We yep. would be great as Kyle. That would be funny. <laughs> Kyle will be planning the evidence. Don will be uh, electrocuting the uh, the guilty. We would great. save taxpayers so much money. Yeah. <laughs> All the, the court cases that don't have to happen. Because we've taken care of it. <laughs> Don and Kyle Law. Yay, team. Um, uh, we got this uh, very good suggestion from Pedro. Hey, Pedro. Says, no, Kyle. Do not convince Brandon to call Rob while he's at home sick and ask, is your radio station running? Then you better go catch it. Oh, I should know if the station's running. <laughs> He'd be like, it's your job, dude. Yeah. Uh, so uh, since we, we normally do these uh, questions of the day on Rad TV, um, we, we usually have leftovers, and I have some time to kill. So uh, instead of doing show prep, I decided that I would revisit one of the questions of the day from last week because it's kind of a, it's a topical topic, and we're talking about youth and uh, ding-dong bitching and prank calls and things that we do when we're kids. And the question of the day at the time was, uh, what is your, uh, what is the the worst moment from being in grade school? Oh, Some of that effect. Yeah. Uh, so the most embarrassing thing that happened to me was in sixth grade, says Heidi. I was at my friend's house one day talking about boys, and of course, and I had a, a huge crush on this boy at school who has also lived, lived a few doors down from me. I wrote a love letter to him and with no intention oh. on him ever seeing it. Oh, uh, gosh. Well, my so-called friend somehow got a hold of it, and <gasps> word about it got around school. No! I'd like to mention I was a very shy kid at the time. Oh, and, no. Oh, that's devastating. And I had a hard time sticking up for myself. <gasps> at recess, several kids took me and held me up against a wall while my, quote, friend read the love letter out loud oh. while my crush was standing right in front of me. Oh, this is awful. I had a similar thing happen. Needless to say, I was completely horrified horrified and I wanted to die. Of course you did. Good times. Kyle, you you had something like this So it wasn't that. I didn't have a letter or nothing, but um, so I was in third grade. There was this girl I had a crush on and she ended up moving schools. But fifth grade, we all did a school play and I found out she was coming to the school. And a bunch of my friends already knew, so they told her... And then they decided to like bring her towards me, and they all were like taunting me, being like, "Kyle likes Alexis. Kyle <laughs> likes Alexis." To the point where I got so embarrassed, I went and hid in the bathroom. Oh. And then the, the other girls in the class tried to like come grab me out of the bathroom and pull me out, Jesus. and they were just taunting me about it. Kids and, are rotten, man. Yeah, looking are. back on it, I should have just been like, "Yeah, I like you," and talked to her. But nope, I was so scared and shy, I just hid in that bathroom and tried to hide well, and kid. embarrassed not- me my oh. whole night. Yeah. Poor little Kyle. I know. Oh. Uh, oh, so we're going to put the uh, most embarrassing moments aside because we got some follow-up emails to the ding-dong ditch. Oh. oh. Uh, this is from Kalena. Hey, Kalena. There's kids around our apartments that think it's fun to ding-dong ditch, but we have a ring, like the ring camera thing on, yeah. their, on their doorbell. And I just think it's hilarious to watch them run away giggling like they're so clever. <laughs> that is funny. We, yeah. we have a similar door doorbell camera, and there are a couple of rambunctious kids in the, in the area. And... Honestly, like they, they they walk by. It is no yeah. big deal. But I do have that thought in the back of my mind. Like if I were that person who was packing heat and decided to take care of who was disturbing my slumber, yeah. you know, it's just it's just a sad world that we live in. Yeah. I mean, they're running away giggling because it's like, remember how fun that was? It's like, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <That's> great. Uh, <laughs> Tara is writing in about another form of pranking. Uh, she says, growing up, we had TP wars with our friends. Oh, yeah. We only TP'd each other's house. <laughs> Uh, our, other, our each other's houses until we decided to prank a friend outside the no. 
I don't think he ever found out it was us, and he never said he got TP'd. For the longest time, we thought we TP'd the wrong house. <laughs> the worst part of it when was the TP got wet, and it was a pain to try and clean up. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was the worst. Yeah, Toilet papering was. people's houses. That was one of the most exciting things that I ever did when I was growing up. Yes. Because oh. I grew up in the boonies, and you know houses were acres apart. And it, so that was a it was a glorious place to grow up. Hated it at the time because there was nothing to do, but I had friends in in a, in a nearby suburban area, and so cl- houses right on top of each other. And they did it all the time. They would go to the fountain in the town square and pour like the the soap, no. like the laundry detergent, uh-huh. so it would bubble up and it would it would bubble all over the street the next oh, morning. I just can't do any of that now because there's cameras everywhere. Such good times. But to be uh, out there gorilla style throwing teepee up on people's trees and stuff. Yeah. And you would do that. You would pick you would pick the one that you knew. So it wasn't like somebody you were harming. But then you could yeah. talk like they could come to school the next day and be like, oh, can you believe that? Oh, but I hated that next morning when you could hear the boom, boom, boom. The like the angry footsteps mm-hmm. going to your door. Mm-hmm. And me and my sisters we shared room. There's one bedroom. There's three of us were like Oh, God, we got caught. No. Because it was the neighbor a few houses down, and they were sure mm-hmm. it was, uh, like, they'd figured it out. They were sure it was us. They're not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. I said, they feel they figured it out, and they were right. Us and one of the, <laughs> our, our friend across the street. And when your parents ask you, did you do that? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, however you are, doesn't matter. Whatever dishevelment you're in, you get out of that bed, put on some shoes real quick, stay in those pajamas, and they just cart you down there and make you clean it up. That's right. Like, ah! And yeah, once as soon as it got moist, as soon as it got moist, <laughs> it was a pain in the butt to clean yeah. up. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I, think I never did. <laughs> phone number is eight 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 nine eight nine ninety eight eleven. Hello, Taya. Good morning. Good morning, Bad Radio. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so you guys are talking about embarrassing moments, correct? From well, like from grade school, from childhood. yeah, pranks, yeah, from childhood. embarrassing moments, yeah. Okay, well, oh goodness, well I don't know if this. Okay, feel free to be be clean. Don't cut me off. Yeah. But but anyhow, so uh, there was this one um, embarrassing moment. I was I think was twelve. And um, I was going through the, you know, the drive-through um, in San Diego. It was a very uh, delicious taqueria, and and anyhow, so I was going through the drive-through, and 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 I, there were this this cute boys in front of me and I was like oh okay I'm gonna be all cool right yeah so I'm I had to go to the bathroom so I'm going to go to the bathroom and there's this chain thing right so I think I'm gonna like lift up the chain and I'm just gonna be all magical so I um (laughs) so I get out of the truck and I go to Thing and I lift up the chain, and it is not a chain. And I, uh, I end up on my ass. Am I able to say that? Yes, I end up on my bottom, and and um, yeah, I'm looking dreadfully not cool in front of you know the guy. No, not at all. And so I go to the bathroom and I lock myself in there. Did you hear the cuckoo clock going off in the background? It's like, it's like even the clock on the wall. No, it, it's not even the top of the hour oh, yet. Sweetie, and and the cuckoo clock's going off. 
just hearing her talk. Taya, thank you so much for calling. I, yeah. That might be one of those stories that you want to write out and, and put a little... Thank you so much for calling and sharing that. I'm sure yes. it was super oh, yeah. embarrassing for you at the time. Yes, you had to be course. there. All that stuff. Storytelling <laughs> skills. It was, no, no, no. The, she, she was fine, but uh, the whistle uh, just all of a sudden just popped oh, up. I don't know what just, happened there. Just sometimes the way us girls can tell stories are not good for radio, as when you hear me daily <laughs> trying to tell stories. Oh, oh man. Uh, I, thank you so much for calling. I appreciate, uh, yes. appreciate you reaching out. Uh, uh, speaking of social media and taking breaks and, and uh, filtering yourself out from all the negative, and it's it's – hard to do because it's filled with negativity on social media. Uh, so I've I've taken a cleanse. I'm standing strong. I'm doing a dry January social media style. Um, and it's been great over the last week so far. Uh, so we got this email from Anne. Hi, Anne. I started limiting my social media and phone use a few weeks back as well. I also feel so much better and way more productive. Yeah. When I decided to stop, I was telling my spouse that it reminded me of an old South Park episode where they don't want the kids smoking weed. And after the chaos of the episode, they just say, weed isn't actually terrible. It just makes you okay with being bored. And it's when you're bored that you're supposed to be out learning something new or doing something. Yeah. It's stuck with me over the years, and it seems so applicable to our cell phone addictions now. It makes us all okay with being bored. Yeah. Uh, I did, you know what's Like, I... So there's something inside of me that, like, when MySpace came out, I had zero desire. Never even got on board with that. And then <laughs> Facebook was all the rage. Mm -hmm. Never got on board with that. And people were bugging me and bugging me. And I'm like, our show has a Facebook. I'm not on it ever. But, you know, like, I don't go to it. But, you know, I, I don't know. You still won't find out what's going on with me, I guess, even from that, right? But they're like, mm -hmm. well, if you want to know what's happening, go to me. So we all socialize on Facebook. I'm like, I want to know what's happening. Can I just call you or Send text you? you? Or, yeah, yeah, you mm -hmm. know. Um, yeah, I do. I will use the, the Facebook Messenger. But there was a short time. I was like, fine, family. I will do a private Facebook page. I even named it Sue Ellen. From, oh. That was my favorite character on Dallas. Okay. Oh. And, um, and even though it was private and only my family was on it, I still, no, no. I, I, I very rarely participated. Very rarely ever even went to it. I'm like, why do I have this? I mm -hmm. hate this. I hate it. Yeah. I, 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 I haven't completely cut out social media because we still do need it for work. And, yes. you know, yes. I'm still bound to that. Yeah. But I've made it harder for me to access it. Like, I actually have to open up my computer, That's go to the website. Yes. And, you know, and so I find that I don't want to do that. Only if I have to, because of the steps to get there. It's not as easy to access as it is on an app because of the, the, the workflow. It's designed for you to be trapped in it on your phone, on the app, and so they could gather all your data, so they could sell it off. And uh, you know, it's 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 a trap. It's all a trap. We're, just, we're, we're all being uh, we're all being uh, suckered into this matrix type of uh, modality, and it's uh, it's all a mess. Piece. Yeah. Other than the fun animal videos, it's just stupid. It's just all <laughs> stupid. Uh, like, ugh! I want to say there's zero reason for it, but I know this is how a lot of people even advertise their business. Oh, that's right? awesome. I have so many friends that would literally never even have an Insta page, yeah. but they have to have it it's, for their business. Like, they have to. One of the primary things ugh. used for media and marketing and, yeah. and selling your selling your bids, your goods. And I'm like, online. you know, there was a time people ran businesses without of this. We used to go it door can, to door. It can still be done. Selling vacuum cleaners <laughs> and encyclopedias. Yeah, they're Those like good luck. Were the days. 
Uh, we got a call from uh, Taya who had uh, wanted to share her most embarrassing story, and it took a while to get to the punchline. And I, I don't think we ultimately got to the punchline because no. uh, some some guy came into the studio, just started whistling, and kind of drowned out the caller. Uh, we got some reactions to that uh, from Anthony. Hi, Anthony. I didn't know if you had it in you to whistle this broad off the air, but you managed to pull it off, Brando. Bravo, you made my morning. We also got this uh, from Chris, the princess spreadsheeter in the gay area. Bay area. Hi, Chris. The whistle. I was right in the middle of a set of lunges at the gym and started laughing so hard I couldn't finish. Gold, Brandon, just gold. Yay. Thank you. Let's strike it every once in a while. I think it extinctually hit you like, oh, oh that, that yeah. was that was an Insta go-to. Yep. Uh, not an Instagram go-to. It was just instantly I had to go to it. Anyway, let's play the pressure cooker right now for a pair of tickets to see Jim Jeffries at the Sacramento Memorial Auditorium on Friday, January 26th. The pressure cooker is our daily trivia game that we play every single day, although we do not get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it or you don't. You don't. You get five right in 30 seconds, and then none of that matters unless you're caller 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9811 to play the pressure cooker. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Happy New Year. We're back. Lucky you. This is Rad Radio. During the previous segment, we were talking about social media, taking cleanses because of how toxic it can be, and uh, getting uh, going through the, the, the scrolling of death, and the doom scrolling, as they call it. And uh, I've, I'm taking a break this this month and maybe forever, uh, but I oh, do still access social lovely. media through the through the computer. Yeah. Just don't have it as easily accessible through my phone, and it's my life has dramatically improved. It's a good idea. It's a different type of cleanse. It is, yes. Um, <laughs> but it's still getting all it's, that gunk out. It's almost like a colon cleanse. Yeah. Yeah, almost. <laughs> Um, and Don was sharing that, uh, it, you know, if it weren't for this job, really, you wouldn't have oh, social media. I would be a ghost. Yeah. So you use <laughs> oh social media God. primarily for positivity. Um, if yes. you follow Don Red Radio on Instagram, you'll you'll see it's all it's ultimately hick stuff and, and yeah. love stuff and hick st- stuff, family stuff, God, God stuff. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all the good stuff. Yeah. Um, and Mackenzie wrote in and said, Don, I love your Instagram posts. Aww. They're so wholesome and real and sweet. They give us a realistic peek into your life and the things you talk about, like Pop, your uh, your your uh, step no, Father your father-in-law. Law. Sorry, Pops yeah. or Hank, your black lab Joel. or your Southwest gir- cowgirl style. <laughs> yes, you want to see what a feed store might look like? You can watch uh, Don's videos so at Don Rad Radio. Oh my God! Let's play the pressure cooker. Still eat uh, peanuts and throw the shells on the floor <laughs> like that one cowboy restaurant did. Oh, oh my god! They still do it. Yeah, they, they do. Mm-hmm. Oh. But you know, I, and I know it's jokingly would look like a feed store, but not really. I, probably a lot of that stuff was bought at the feed store that's in our house. It's high quality stuff. Feed store? They have yeah. good stores attached. People, there's yeah. not just feed. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're gonna play the pressure cooker for a pair of tickets to see Jim Jeffries at the Memorial Auditorium on January 26th. And caller 18 for the pressure cooker is William. Good morning. Good morning. 
Good morning. All right, William, here's how this works. The timer will start when I finish reading the first question, which is true or false. You've got a 50-50 shot for that one. And if you get the first one right, then you've got to get four more right for a total of five to win. If you pass any questions, you can pass any questions you want, and we'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. And i got to take the first thing that you say. If you say feed store, then you say feed. <laughs> i got to take feed store as your answer. Do you have any questions? Nope. All right, good luck. All right, here we go. True or false, pop superstar Taylor Swift's middle name is Allison. True. Name one NFL team playing in tonight's playoff game. Tampa Bay. If an animal is a biped, how many feet does it walk on? Two. What is 27 plus 54? 81. In the hit 1990s TV show, Friends, what is Ross's occupation? On the children's TV show Bluey, what is the name of Bluey's father? Greeny. Greeny. All right. Should I give him one more question? No, that was plenty. Okay. All right. uh, Let's see. He got one, two, three, four, five, six questions out. All right. You only need five. Let's see how he did. True or false, pop superstar Taylor Swift's middle name is Allison. He said that was true. No fun fact about that. That's just the true statement. That's uh, Taylor Allison. Taylor Allison Swift. Tash. (laughs) Tash is what we call her. (laughs) Name one NFL team playing in tonight's playoff game. Uh, He did say Tampa Bay. Although we would have been have to accept Steelers or Bills because that game did get moved to today. Um, so any one of those answers would have been right. Who's Tampa Bay playing? The Eagles. Oh, duh. Hello, they're playing Jason Kelsey. That's right. And he's fine ass. If, animal, <laughs> if an animal is a biped, how many feet does it walk on? He quickly said two. Oh. Humans, birds, and occasionally apes walk bipedally. Humans, birds, many lizards, and uh, at their highest speeds, cockroaches run bipedally. Uh. Kangaroos, some rodents, and many birds hop bipedally. Biped literally translates into two feet. <laughs> <Ta-da>. <laughs> what is 27 plus four? He is a man and instantly whipped it out and said 81. Yeah, I need a calculator. Uh, in the hit 1990s TV show, Friends, what is Ross's occupation? He passed. It's a paleontologist. Ge- yep, paleontologist. Oh, I was going to say geologist. I was yeah, wrong. That would have been wrong. Uh, <laughs> the character Ross Geller on the show Friends is a paleontologist. In the Friends universe, he has a PhD, and his romance with Rachel Green propelled the show to the top of the ratings for almost 10 years. Just Love fun, that show to fun. this day. And uh, finally, on the children's TV show, Bluey, what is the name of Bluey's father? He said Greeny. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. It is Bandit. Oh, His yes. blue, uh, Bandit is Bluey's dad and dad to Bluey's brother, Bingo. I think Bingo's the sister. Bingo. I could be wrong. Yeah. I, I don't know. I watch the show all the time, and they all they seem know. like they're... I can't yeah. tell. It, it's very... Um, Non non gender gender specific best, except though. for the parents really and the um, Australian accents oh it's so great love uh, Blue, uh Bandit is husband to Bluey's mom Chili brother of Rad and Stripe and uncle to Muffin and Socks <laughs> there you go uh, after all of that he got one two three four uh, he got four oh, oh, so close. No. We got more chances for Jim Jeffries tickets coming up tomorrow at 7, 8, and 9.
Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Nothing says I hate myself more than waking up and watching this show. So get Rad TV now by heading to members.radradio.com. We were talking about embarrassing moments that happened in uh, grade school. Uh, this is all on the heels of some leftover uh, answers that we had to the question of the day that we normally post on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. This isn't the question for today, but I had some leftovers and I didn't want to do a show prep, so I thought I would just bring it up again. Uh, Mackenzie wrote in about the most embarrassing moments in grade school, and she says, I accidentally may have caused someone's most embarrassing moment. Oh, oh no! I went to a tiny middle school, 20 kids per class, Dang. and we would always meet up at King's Skate on the weekends because it was the only thing to do. Are you familiar with King's Gate? Yep. (laughs) There was always a couple's skate song, and it was always such a big deal. (laughs) One night, word was going around that a boy in my class named Kyle was going to ask me to couple skate. (gasps) I was so nervous because I didn't like him at all. Oh, no. So instead of letting him down easy, I pretended to be sick in the bathroom. I was in skates, (laughs) in a stall, pretending to throw up. Oh! That poor boy ended up trying to wait me out and told all my friends to tell me that he was requesting a Queen song, which was my favorite, is my favorite band, for us to skate to instead. Long story short, I never came out. Sorry, Kyle. Is this you? That was not me. Oh. No. What a sweet little kid. Yeah. I mean, he, at least he waited it out. Oh, um, but see, you just you just don't know and appreciate yet. That's a sweet true. kid. Yes. I this is not from young, but I know I've told the story years ago. But our oldest goddaughter, when she was in high school, um, there's a, a feed store she'd always go with me because she would help me feed the livestock and stuff that we had. And there was the sweetest kid that worked there. Mm-hmm. Hardworking. I mean, just a great, great kid. Cowboy and training. Oh yeah. And he always, oh, you know flirted with her Mm. and i'm like girl he's so sweet she's like i don't even know who he is i'm like he goes to your high school (laughs) he knows who he knew who she was i'm like you go to high school together like in the town that that we were in Mm -hmm. and i'm just like oh my i'm like that's the guy you marry you're too young for that now but like and you don't recognize it right now but Mm -hmm. i'm all that is he's making a good husband now because yeah. now he's like almost 30. But I'm just like, oh, getting all that tack yeah. on sale, bailing those hays. <laughs> yeah, she toss you around when you were grown up. See, how did that cowboy turn into a 1950s guy? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, let's get to some jokes. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for Jokes from the Maggots. If you're a maggot and you're listening to us, then you are. If you want to uh, participate in the Jokes from the Maggots segment, just email your jokes to rad at radreader.com. And please do not call. You cannot tell jokes. Sorry. <laughs> this is from 10-year-old Lily. Oh, hi, Lily. What do you get when we cross a pineapple and a pig? What? A porcupine. <laughs> what, why, or why was the pineapple suddenly left alone? Why? Because the banana split. <laughs> Why did the pineapple's phone die? Why? It needed juice. (laughs) 
<laughs> we uh, go on to oh. the big D, our resident dad joke teller, says, did you hear about the new corduroy pillowcases? They're making headlines. <laughs> when I was younger, my parents told me I can be anyone I dreamed of becoming. Then I learned the hard way that identity theft is a crime. <laughs> if you get caught. Mm-hmm. The farmers lost all their crops and decided to try a career in music instead. They just had too many sick beats. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you spell the words absolutely nothing backwards, you get which ironically means absolutely nothing. Dogs are not allowed to operate an MRI machine, but cats can. I chuckled. That was okay. It wasn't bad, right? Yeah. Uh, and then we have uh, Rodney, who's trying to get up all into Big D's business oh, and yeah. trying to tell the superior dad joke. He says, I actually know a lot of jokes in sign language. I guarantee you nobody's heard them. Dang it. Oh. Yesterday, I got pulled over because a cop saw I had a bunch of penguins in my backseat. He told me to take them to the zoo. This morning, he pulls me over again and looks confused as to why the penguins are still in my backseat and wearing sunglasses. The cop said, I thought I told you to take them to the zoo yesterday. I said, I did. Today, I took them to the beach. (laughs) I wasted oxygen on that. At least it was not penguins. Penguins are cool. But, you know, I've never heard these. It's true. This one, that one I did not hear before. Do you know what the first rule of passive-aggressive... Three, two, one. Do you know what the first rule of passive-aggressive club is? What? You know what? Never mind. Forget it. It's fine. (laughs) My wife said to me, I hate myself because I look fat. Can you give me a compliment? I said, sure. You have perfect eyesight. Damn. A man knocked at my door and asked for a donation for the local swimming pool. So I gave him a glass of water. I offered my elderly neighbor 20 bucks to give me a ride on her stair lift. I think she's going to take me up on it. Pretty good. Things are so slow, though. Fun about that. Uh, We got this uh, joke for Kyle from Caleb. Thanks, Caleb. This is Caleb, and I have a joke Kyle will like. Thank you. I just said that. <laughs> Why don't orphans get married? Why? Because they can't get a parent's blessing. Oh. We got this from Laura. Hey, Laura. The best joke my dad ever made was in the delivery room while I was having my daughter. I was ready to set go, and I told him, if you're going to get queasy, go sit down. I don't need you fainting. I've seen enough babies with fur collars. I'm not going to have any issue. Man was the father of eight. <laughs> what? And actually delivered me at home. The man was a father. That was more of a story. That wasn't a joke. Oh, it was a story. It was a delivery story. Oh, okay. Uh, Oopsie doopsie. Where is this one? I got to find this one. (laughs) That button. That was worth it. (laughs) Thank you. Nope. Oh, man. Brandon. Not that time. Nope. Coming back! (laughs) I am not coming back from that. And we got these from Wendy. Hi, Wendy. I don't like country music, but I don't mean to... (laughs) 
I'm going to skip that one because I am uh, devolving as a human being. Yeah. Is it cheaper to have a colonoscopy done by a doctor in their clinic or an alien in a UFO? No matter what, who does it, it's still a crappy procedure. A wife asks her husband, Hun, how do I look? Her wonderful husband answers sweetly, With your eyes. Ah. Yo mama's so ugly, she goes to the dentist for a colonoscopy. <laughs> Oh, that's that's fantastic. I'm, I'm going to use that one. And my job is top secret. Even I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Join the club. You got jokes? Email us. Uh, email them to rad at radradio.com. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. New Year, same crappy show. Call us anytime at 888-989-9811. This is Rad Radio. Or you can email us to rad at radradio.com like Justin did. Hey, Justin. Fun fact, cruises and hotels often have courtesy phones that allow you to anonymously dial any room by punching in the room number. A A few years ago, I was on a cruise and the activities director who emceed all the events had a very thick Australian accent. I noticed right away that his pronunciation of the phrase deck party <laughs> sounded hilariously inappropriate. Oh. <laughs> dick, dick party. Dick party. That's, that's an Australian accent oh, saying great. deck party. Oh, man. <laughs> Poorly, by the way. Fast forward to midnight on the third day, and I, uh, and I and a group of six to seven new friends were calling random rooms, doing my best impression, inviting them to an exclusive invite only late night big swinging Deck party. <laughs> but with more emphasis on the Australian version of deck. Yeah, yeah. We probably spent an hour or more calling people and laughing our faces off. The following day, the cruise director gave a public apology to the entire ship. Oh, no. And to the dozens of people who showed up looking for the non-existent deck party. Oh, no. Who warned that there was an imposter on the loose and any invites directly from him should be reported immediately. It is still the crowning achievement oh my of my prank call career. Brilliant. That right. was amazing. That Put hilarious. another shrimp on the bobby. We'll have a dick party. <laughs> That's good. Uh, we were talking about embarrassing oh, moments from man. grade school. It's, uh, there are a lot of leftovers and a lot of people. This is kind of a hot topic because we were all in grade school and we all have embarrassing moments. Yeah. Laura wrote in and said, when I was in second grade and my sister was in fifth, our school had an outbreak of lice. Oh. Our mom didn't want the hassle of the shampoo and the tiny comb. So she just gave us both buzz cuts. Ugh, yeah. Hair down to our asses, gone. Yes! Ah. We were then nicknamed Bob 1 and Bob 2 for the rest of the year. <laughs> no. And I'm totally oh. over it. All, oh, I'm totally over it. Ow, poor ow. thing. Oh, oh, and that sucks for her because our class, all the girls just took all their hair off. So you weren't the only one. Yeah. Like we all had long hair then down to our booties and all of it gone because there was like an outbreak. Mm. With the lace. It's like a dirty. Oh, it just was makes it a, me itch. Was it a dirty school? No, it's never a dirty person. Anyone can get it. Hmm. I've never had those. Uh, yeah, I've never had it either. Well, you all are lucky. Yeah, because we're not dirty. Jeez, it has nothing to do with being dirty. <laughs> I don't think. I don't know. Neither do I. I just know it was going around the school. 
Uh, we all got it. Carly wrote in and said, the most embarrassing moment from my grade school years was when I started developing and told uh, I would need to wear a training bra to school, which I forgot to do one day and absentmindedly ripped my shirt off in the locker room for gym class. Oh. Of course, I was teased by the mean bitches and had been called a lesbian afterwards. What? How would you be? Oh, my god. Okay, so other ladies don't have what she had at the time. We're so, so stupid as kids. What does her mm-hmm. having boobies have to do with being a lesbian? Well, maybe back then right? it wasn't as uh, as accepted. Well, no, it wasn't, but it's like the correlation still. It's yeah. Like, what? So if she's exposing what? herself, that she, makes her a lesbian? But on you accident? all are in the gym. <sighs> Wait. The locker room, yeah, right? Yeah, locker room. Yeah, you all, I mean, what? That's so stupid. Yeah, so I, stupid. I, yeah. I, I, I was so self-conscious. I would never change, like, fully in, in gym, in, in the locker room. Just because yeah. I, was not, I was embarrassed. It's just, I didn't like it. I, the concept to me just was like, no, I, I'd get changed in the in the bathroom. Right. And, you know, I was already getting teased, so I didn't need one more thing to be teased about. Yeah. Uh, oh. We got this email from Michael. <laughs> Hi, Michael. In third grade, I sang myself out of breath during a class chorus and faded falling off the stage and collided heads with the prettiest girl in class. Oh. Remembered by many for years to come. Oh. Imagine singing and then passing out because you don't take a breath. That'd be kind of fun to watch, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you're a kid in the stands oh. watching the choir class, and you're like, oh, what happened there? Action <laughs> does happen in choir. <laughs> this is great. I Yeah, I wish. I wish that that was oh, uh, on video <laughs> yeah. for all to see. I got this random oh, question Lord. from Alex. Hi, Alex. I was scrolling Instagram and came across a post that said, a wise boss woman once told me. My immediate thought was, oh, yeah, Rad doesn't like the boss lady woman sayings, and I wonder why. So here I am sending this email that is probably not interesting to anyone but me. What about the boss lady boss woman sayings don't you like? For the record, I've never had an opinion on it, but it sounded like you guys find it demeaning to women. I'm just genuinely curious. Well, do you remember what the the boss woman, boss lady? I don't remember half the stuff we talk about. So I, I change my mind constantly on topics. So I'm sure that's infuriating. I think, people. if my memory but, serves me right, there was some sort of discussion. Okay, well, if you're saying I'm a boss woman or a boss lady, shouldn't I just be a boss? Yeah. Okay. If it's in that terms, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, if it's that, what is that thing that goes around now? Boss bitch or whatever. Boss bitch, yeah. yeah Bad like, bitch, boss right, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, why? Well, I, I mean, you're just a boss. Yeah. What What does it matter? What do you got? What do you got to bring up that it's a female that's a boss? Mm. Just this is my boss. Well, she broke past the glass ceiling she was supposed to clean. So it's. A- uh, <laughs> There it is. Uh, I hate you because that's funny. (laughs) I go make me a sandwich. She'd make an amazing sandwich too. Happily, what would you boys like? (laughs) Like a Reuben? Yeah, Reuben sounds great. Oh, Uh, we got this email from Heidi. Hi, Heidi. The most embarrassing thing that happened to me was in sixth grade. I was at my friend's house one day talking about boys. And of course, of course, I had a huge crush on this boy at school who also lived. Oh, we've already read this one, Heidi. Why'd you why'd you send this one again? Ah, oh, dang it. Yeah, the whole the boy lived right next door and at recess, several kids took me and held me up against the wall. Yeah, we oh, read yeah, that just today. Have. Yeah, she 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 thinks that she she wasn't aware that we already read it. I don't oh, think she's paying okay. attention. She's no, that like, was, just in case. Yeah, that... who, who's screening these emails? I, 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 I should be reading these before I read them on the air. Oh, this yeah. isn't your fault, Kyle. Okay, that, was okay. all my fault. that was a terrible one, too. Yeah, it was. The poor thing. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Sorry you had to relive that, Heidi. I know. <laughs> you guys ever have like an embarrassing moment that someone tried to embarrass you in school and then you reversed it on them? Like you revenge? Got them back? Yeah. Have you? Yeah, this guy. No. He, yeah. <laughs> 
he was my friend too. He he tried to tell me one day that my sister came over and did naughty things to him, and I was like, that didn't happen. But dude messed up and forgot that his dad's on Megan's Law at the time. Oh. So I'm like, are you sure it wasn't your dad who did that to you? Oh. And the whole class was like, you're on Megan. Your dad's on Megan's Law. And he got so upset, he said he was going to beat me up if I didn't print it out and show it to him. So the next day, I printed out multiple copies and brought it to everybody I knew that knew him. Showed them that his picture of his dad up on the website. And then he tried to get another group of like his friends to come beat me up. But I was friends with the, some of the football team. So they came over and kind of shooed them away. And then the vice principal pulled us into the office and was like, you can't go near each other. Basically, like if we talked to each other, we were going to both be suspended or expelled. How, how old were you? I was in high school. So this was 14, 15 years old. That was a jerk move, Kyle. That was a jerk move. That seems. Yeah, that that was that was. I mean, you were a kid. Yeah. yeah. But if you were my kid at the time, I'd be like, I, I, I get it. He said something inappropriate about your sister. But that poor kid has nothing to do with his dad. I mean, that's awful about his dad. But, like, that's punishing the kid for how rotten his dad is. Hey, I take it. You don't mess no, with my sister, man. I know. Well, see, I, I know. I, that's, that's, but that's like, oh my God. It's, yeah. I, oh. I, I understand the defensiveness and, and taking it to that level. Um, but that poor kid. I know. You know? Yeah. He's just, and the uh. dad, like, just well. dispensing all that information as, like, a, I don't know. I, I, I think that I understand your your defensiveness for your sister. Well, yeah, um, you're 14, that, yeah, 15. That, yeah, yeah. But not... but it would be one of those things where I, if I was your mom, I would punish you. <laughs> no, I would, I would be like, naughty. I get that you want to defend your sister, and I yeah. love that, and you keep doing that, but not like this. I'm pretty sure my mom was all on board for it, actually. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> I feel just wrong. the kid doesn't need to suffer. No, and, I felt bad when I showed him. He did come into tears like of instantly. Course, yeah. He had no idea. How did he even didn't process know. that? Oh. Oh, God. Yeah, well, it was funny because we were in the principal's office, and the, the campus cop comes up and is talking to vice principal. Vice principal is like, hey, the dad's going to come pick him up and everything. And me and the cop look at each other. I'm like, I don't think he's allowed to even come near the school, the right. dad. Oh, God. So the kid had to oh. walk to his dad a few a few. Uh, Oh, this down. is just awful. That is a horrible situation. Oh my God! See now, my mind just starts like I. I hope that boy didn't have anything happening. Yeah. Or was it one of those things where the father, like maybe he was just no, no, no. It's still bad, but it was right. like you know, like a sixteen-year-old girl, fifteen-year-old right. girl. Right. Still, you're a rapist and a child no, molester, it, but like not he. It was lewd and lascivious acts with the minor under the age of thirteen. Oh. Yeah, all right. Uh, oh, my God. Oh my let's uh, switch subjects really quickly and uh, talk about a, a bidet on toilet seats. Yeah. Uh, speaking to Don's question about bidet toilet seats, there are some decent options. They may not be cheap, but you can get ones that warm the seat, the water, and blow uh, warm air to dry you off oh after you doused your Lord. undercarriage. You I would, would recommend. You would never leave the toilet. I wouldn't. Honestly. honestly. Like the massage feature on some oh. of these things, it's amazing. Oh, bidets all day. <laughs> Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Rob, anybody, and Dawn show. Remember, you have choices, and this is the one you made. Get help. We got this email from one of our many Kyles. Hey, Kyle. Uh, it sounds like a pleading uh, 
on the knees begging type of email. It says, oh my God, please come back, Rob. Four hours of reading meaningless emails is horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brandon, but the show needs some substance. Yes, Rob's out well. sick, so uh, when he's back, when he's feeling well, he will be back. Until then, you're saddled with bad radio. Yeah, it's just not your thing. That's it is. Right. Yeah, you don't have to listen, but right. you, hey, you, you did mention four hours, so you've stuck through it the entire time. Yeah, it's so, so terrible. It must have not been that bad. Oh, my Lord. You would have changed it. If it was yeah, really that bad. Yeah. So back to meaningless emails uh, that uh, that has no substance at all whatsoever. Uh, this one is from producer Nick. Hi, Nick. Yeah, hi, Nick. Uh, he says, hey, rad family. If we're still on embarrassing grade school moments, I've got a doozy. Oh, boy. I think I was in the fourth grade. It was after lunch, and I had a bunch of air in my tummy. I was doing okay, holding it in. Then I went up to my teacher's desk to hand in a paper. Then it happened. The world's longest and loudest toot jumped out of me in front of the entire class. This wasn't a quickie. It sounded like somebody was tuning a goddamn tuba. (laughs) I froze like a wild animal and watched as all my classmates stare back at me. Then, of course, the howling laughter broke out, followed by the teacher telling everybody to stop laughing. But hey, if I was them, I would have laughed too. Fourth grade for crying out loud. What was the smell? Oh, yeah. The things that Nick eats now, I can't imagine what it was back then. Uh, Thanks for that, Nick. Uh, Rad TV at members.radradio.com.com. We uh, post a question of the day and we hold all the answers until the end of the show so the great unwashed can't participate in all the fun because membership has its privileges. Uh, What was today's question of the day? What is your favorite road trip memory and why? Okay. Uh, Allison wrote in and said, my favorite road trip memory has to be back in 2021 when our family of six went to Yellowstone. Oh, nice. We were on our way back to California, driving through the middle of nowhere, Idaho, and was stopped by a truck and trailer blocking the highway. As we sat there, a huge herd of wild horses keep bringing me away. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, cantered across the road, like hundreds of them, from Mustangs to jackasses, and the last horse was a huge draft horse. It was beautiful and ended our trip with a full heart of, Yes, oh my God, that's so beautiful. Best trip ever. My two boys, now adults, talk about this with such happiness and wonder. You can't plan anything like that, and I feel so blessed to have experienced this. Yeah, no, you sure can. That's awesome. And then the worst part, they had to keep driving back to come back here to go. (laughs) You left Rip back at uh, Yellowstone. Wouldn't you want to go visit Rip and Beth out there? Oh, man. And we got this from Chris, the princess spreadsheeter in the gay area. Gay area. In the mid-90s, I was living in Virginia, and my brother, who lived in Sacramento, was getting married. So a buddy and I decided that we would drive cross-country and back for the wedding. On the way there, we were driving through the middle of Kansas, when up ahead, I saw a huge roadkill. I mean, this wasn't a deer-sized mess. More like a full-sized cow wandered into the freeway and had a high-speed encounter with a big rig. Oh, no, no. So I carefully aimed my car for the twin tire tracks that had formed between all of the mess. And just then, the car in the other lane decided to switch lanes to go in front of me. Splat! My car was covered in a fine red mist and bits of flesh. To the point I had to use the windshield wipers just to see. So we exited the freeway at the next town to find a car wash. There were on a uh, there were there we were on a Sunday morning. Two young guys driving down Main Street in small town Kansas, in a red sports car 
with out-of-state license plates covered in blood and guts, rolling up on families, walking home after church, asking, Hey, y'all got a car wash around here? <laughs> Mothers gasped and clutched their pearls. Fathers shield their children. Oh, jeez. Eventually, we found a car wash and cleaned the mess off the car, but I'll never forget the day I scared the crap out of those poor middle American churchgoers, thinking I was literally the devil incarnate. That's awesome. That is a great road trip memory. Uh, have a happy MLK day, and uh, we will be back with you tomorrow. Have a good one. Okay, that does it. Screw you guys, I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly eye. So long. God bless you. Yeah, I'm glad. Goodbye. Bye-bye, Homer. Take care. Adios. So long. Very well. Dar. Bon voyage. Toodle-oo. Uh, so long. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Sayonara, dude. So long. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> so long, stink town. It hasn't been a little slice of heaven, because it hasn't. God bless the United States. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.